0: Swagger hop there with yo, I got places to go yeah. People just see time is precious I look at my Cartier out of control yeah. Just like my mom where I'm going No women, no shoulders, no nothing, my clothes No stopping on yeah. my Pirelli's own Unlike my jewelry that's always on And it's the Boy Howdy Podcast Hey friends, it's Annie It's
1: Bill Uh, We're on a very special podcast that's uh, for uh Friday uh, February 1st ah! AKA Annie Maloney's Oh shit, I never want to say my last name on this podcast why do I do that? You we Who have give got a fuck? we
0: have we must hey have said your everybody. name at some point. I'm
1: Annie fight. Maloney, and it's my, my name, fucking birthday on Saturday. My name
0: is Bill Maloney. I Annie's only don't want to say
1: my full name because I don't. I want my coworkers to Google this and find it. Do your That's really what it is. Listen to this? No, because I don't want them to Google it. I don't know why. Well,
0: also, I mean, you know, I'm sure people can't even spell your last name correctly. Because exactly. there's ways to spell it. And also
1: Annie is rot with trouble, too, so it's fine. Actually, yeah, yeah.
0: What? Well, it would actually be a little bit difficult to actually find And also, find what is it?
1: Are they going to Google search the audio well, also, file they also in know which I say name? Annie Malone? People do
0: have enough information now to, like, steal your identity on the internet. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, everybody.
0: Uh, we, we have a special new sponsor this week. It's, what are we eating? <laughs> Hello Panda. Meiji, Hello Panda, 10 individual snack packets, uh, candy.
1: Each individual candy is a little cookie with chocolate inside and it, printed on it is a picture of a panda doing like a sports le- activity.
0: Oh, there's just sports? Oh, yeah. I got the sporty pack?
1: New sports printing. Actually, if you've ever had
0: Asian, Asian candy in your whole life, you probably have had these before, but they're fucking delicious. I bought all this uh, Asian snacks and candy and stuff for New Year's. Uh, but we never got around to using any of them, so now I'm just sitting on a stockpile of this, like, Japanese strawberry snack, like, like, spongy snack cakes. It's kind of like Twinkies, but they taste like strawberry. Oh, no, they're kind of like, no, they're they're like wafer cakes. They're not like Twinkies where it's like a lozenge-shaped
1: Cake. huh okay but i don't
0: know why they're so like the sugar detail. wafers
1: sort of thing a little or bit like, like yeah. that except
0: it's cake it's not like sugar wafers and then i have shrimp flavored chips oh god did you ever see the, it's like shrimp flavored dylan uh when she saw these shrimp flavored tri- uh, chips uh, these chips are like little like potato twists mm-hmm. but have you ever had uh the shrimp flavored chips that are kind of like made out of packing material that dissolve in your mouth and they're multicolored like pastels. They're kind of horrifying to think that it's actual food you can consume.
1: I have never in my life eaten shrimp flavored anything that wasn't shrimp. <sighs> the
0: Japanese have fucked up <laughs> snacks, man. I, I love the Japanese, but Jesus. Someone,
1: uh, someone came to work and they brought ketchup flavored chips. Yeah, How which I thought was just a Canadian thing. It was hilarious to see an American person with ketchup. I don't chips. imagine it
0: wouldn't be that hard to get them to taste like. Cause it's not like ketchup's natural food. No. So all you have to do is take the ketchup powder, just dump it on. Yeah. chips, And you got ketchup flavored chips. It's yeah. Bizarre. Were they any good?
1: Uh, Steve will. Wolford, long ago when we were Pete pen pals, he sent me a, a care package that contained ketchup flavored chips and Houks cough syrup. I'm pretty sure it's called Houks. Houks cough oh, syrup. He said, He's like, This is the most Canadian care package I can send you. Apparently, Houks cough syrup is like the Canadian cough syrup of choice. Yeah. I'm sure that there's a Canadian listener shaking their fist going, That's not what it's called, but it's something like that. It starts with the H, I want to say. And it is like an opaque white kind of color if you can imagine a slightly Drinking thickened Seamer? milk oh, yeah, yeah it's like it's or some jizz. kind of weird like
0: liquidy yogurt oh, it
1: looks kind of like you know what at the time i did not think oh, God, it looks damn. like a bottle of jizz but now as an adult human it looks like I a bottle of bottles jizz.
0: of jizz Have you just happened across
1: in your it adult tastes lifetime. like earwax <laughs> so i'm gonna throw out there so thanks steve i don't remember that flavor to my dying day Anyway, hey everybody! Yeah, this is my podcast. Believe it or not, we don't just talk about foods and things that we've we consume. We should be talking about. That's the only nerdy thing we don't talk about that
0: often is snakes and f- snakes and food. <laughs> that, that that's my alternative to shoots and ladders is going to mm-hmm. be snakes and food. It's a really weird board game where you're just being chased out of a restaurant by snakes. <laughs> into the parking lot and you have to run them over with cars. I don't know how the rules are going to work. But you play as a little person in a car. don't uh, that's It's, it's kind of weird. And then
1: the other player plays as a snake.
0: But yeah, this is our rare. I guess this well this will be going up late Thursday early Friday. Uh a rare. Are we, wait, so we're changing this recording This is the new status quo, my friend. Yeah. So we're recording on what days from now on? This is Thursday nights. Unless it's you say It's no. always Thursday nights from now on. Yeah. Okay. We had this whole conversation. And weekends got changed. And so,
1: yeah, no, that's totally fine with
0: me. It just means I'll never be able to watch Parks and Recreation live when it's on air again. Um, <laughs> we
1: can talk about it off the air. I'm not, not terribly worried about it. I'm not worried But, about uh... It.
0: Guess what? You torn that shit five minutes after oh, it's off Bill. the
1: air. Bill, you're advocating piracy. I hope it destroys your career. I saw on Reddit today. Somebody... There was a post on Reddit where...
0: Some I think here in Portland, there's a billboard that's, like, I've heard people joke about how torrenting supposedly funds terrorism. And this is a billboard that says, this has to have been a faked picture, but it's a picture of a billboard that's, it's, it shows, like, this crowded little outdoor shopping mall. And on the text on the side of the photo, it says, A bomb did not go off here because the bomber got busted stealing movies. What? And at so, the bottom it says, uh, "Fight terrorism. Report anyone who steals movies or TV shows." And I like I had to read this sentence like three or four times, to understand, like what the link between, like, how did this bomb not go off? Yeah, because someone stole a movie. Like, okay. it's it's it's. it's
1: This has to have been a joke because it just patently does not make sense. Like, Like, I can understand being a twisted person and thinking that illegal activities must somehow support terrorism. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a dumb sort of fallacy of logic that works. But But saying that a a torrenter is a terrorist. But specifically, that it says it funds terrorism. How does stealing things fund anything <laughs>
0: unless you're selling it back? Mm-hmm. Like I could see maybe like buying illegal copies of it, of a torned like boot, like DVDs bootleg DVDs on the street corner. At least there's money being exchanged. You're giving someone money that they, God knows what they're using that money for.
1: Yeah, but like, yeah, no, if <laughs> like build build people dumb. If if you're to, uh, at the office
0: dumb. party and there's a hot lady sitting on the Xerox machine and you make a Xerox of her ass. <laughs>
1: You're how is terrorist. that funding
0: terrorism? <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, There's yeah. a
1: direct connection right there, <laughs> I'm bro. I
0: if I happen to torment the last episode of 30 Rock Tonight, that is my Xerox hot secretary's ass.
1: Bill, how much money. How much money is acceptable to spend. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I actually wasn't even paying attention. I'm sorry. How much money is acceptable to spend on a piece of bullshit that you don't need? How much money is acceptable? You're
0: talking to someone who spent $350 on a. No. Was that only three hundred? That was only three hundred dollars.
1: To be fair. On an
0: R2D2 Xbox. I'm
1: gonna throw it out there. Your old Xbox was dying. I've been it? dying over the first yeah. two years. You needed a new one. This was actually an economical choice, all things considered, plus a service. You kind of it did, it. it did come with a Kinect that I have never turned on. <laughs> it has an inch of <laughs> dust on it. We should give it away. We should have a Boy Howdy giveaway.
0: We could spit on it and sign it. And like, hey, it's our DNA if you ever want to clone
1: us for hey, sexual everybody. functions. It, no, I won't give away those Kinects. Anyway, no. but mm-hmm. So, today they announced... Today I had a terrible dream last night I was having trouble shaking it all day So I was, I was taking a break And I went and talked to a co-worker about Uncharted Just for like two minutes That's just
0: the thing with your thumb that you're talking about I've had, a
1: ser- I've had this dream twice this week Where I very calmly go into my dining room Turn on the light Set my hand on the counter Take a knife off the knifing block And then cut off the tip of my tongue or thumb Right below the thumbnail Just kind of stare at it, watch it bleed for a second And then very deliberately Chop it off at the t- first knuckle like, or I guess the knuckle.
0: Are there still bones to your thumb, or are you just kind yeah. of chopping like a piece Oh, it's of not like it's
1: jello or something. Oh, it's... see, I thought maybe
0: it was just like that. And I can
1: feel the pain, but I'm not responding to it. It's been. I've had this dream twice. What the fuck? A dream of self-harm? Yeah. I've never heard anyone A dream
0: have... of self-harm? i sure have dreams like that. Um, no, I've I probably had this, like a dream of self-harm, too, in the past, but never remember. But, but okay, it's like okay, a dream of self-harm. Weird.
1: It's like fucking, I don't know, man. At
0: least it's just chopping up your finger. It's just, just make weird. sure you tape up like the. the, and all it's the my, at least it's all my the non- knives in the kitchen before you go to bed.
1: At least it's my non-dominant thumb. That's something. Anyway, so Ugh. the the. I, <laughs> it, it, Does this I, have to do with money. No, so I'm getting to it I, I was going to say I've been having a rough week And so this morning I was having trouble getting going And coffee <coughs> wasn't working So I went to talk to a friend oh. What's his name? Graham McTavish Who played Charlie Cutter in The last Uncharted game He played like What's his name? What was the villain In the first Uncharted game? Or the second the one? The second one
0: Yeah he's like the big Russian guy You have to blow yeah, up With the tree the Zakaevich
1: Zakaevich, Something, that? something yeah. like that Anyway And he played a villain You don't remember From the first Uncharted game He's been in he all three He was also one of the
0: dwarves In The Hobbit He left
1: he le- the reason why Charlie Cutter disappears so abruptly in a turn and says, you know what, guys? I have to bow out of the rest of this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's because he had to go do The Hobbit. Anyway, long story short, he posted to Twitter this week just saying, hey, gamer fans, I just started working on something today that you're going to be excited about. Which, you know, he's done stuff for other games, but I'm going to choose believe it's a trailer. He can't, be, he can't or... be teasing anything other but another. Yeah. Char-
0: What's he going to be like? It's a game. It's Spyro. Charlie you know.
1: Cutter is my favorite, so... But I, so do you think I had to it go. Could be
0: a Charlie Cutter game. Maybe we'll no. retire. No. Do you think it's going to be Nathan? Drake? It's not going to be. It's
1: always going to be Nathan Drake. I want to. You...
0: This is already encouraging on your shit. But it's fine. Uh, right before we started recording, the news broke out that uh, World War Two, World War Three, just started. <laughs> the news broke out. No. <laughs> That the PlayStation 4 looks like it's going to be unveiled next month. Do you think the the game he's talking about could be also unveiled as a launch title for the PlayStation 4 next month?
1: It makes sense, because realistically, if they're going to lead with a tease of if a game... If he's teasing
0: about it on the day before they start teasing a reveal of the PlayStation
1: 4? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, my point... my I would believe that Graham McTavish is not involved until now. Yeah. Because I'm sure Nolan... If, if there's no new Uncharted game, Nolan North was in the suit six months ago recording whatever... Like doing the mocapping for but whatever. Everyone's prequel. always they always
0: bring everyone in the suit, so I'm sure they're probably still doing mocap right my now. My point
1: is, is well, yes, but my point is that if they, yes, it's it's. I think so. If you're gonna have a launch title for a new PlayStation system, of course it's gonna be an Uncharted you ha- game. Yeah,
0: no, they need. Yeah, that has to be. Naughty Dog an has said
1: that they've split. Launch. They now they're now a two a two team. Uh, studio for the first time, Man. and Team B is working on Last of Us, of course. The only Team thing that works against the Charted. argument
0: for Uncharted being a launch title for the PlayStation 4, should the PlayStation 4 launch this year, would be that means Naughty Dog comes out with two, two, two A games within six months of each other, which that seems a little bit much, but there's nothing... I mean, if they have two teams and both the games are ready to go, there's no reason why it can't happen.
1: Do you really think that they're going to say that the PlayStation 4 comes out this year? Do you think it'll be this year? I think year? they
0: would want to... Sh- I mean, they assuming that microsoft is on track to actually put out the next xbox by the end of the year they have to be like they have to meet the xbox at launch cuz they lost uh market share by coming out with the playstation th- uh, playstation 3 a year after the xbox 360 so they, they i mean the battle for video game dominance in the next generation is going to be the battle for whoever wins america america is the most important market right now yeah and so it really is I mean, obviously the Wii is not doing anything. Yeah. The, the official, the you, this, yeah, is this this officially came out this week. The officially's not uh, the Wii U is officially not doing well. Nintendo came out with all of its uh, data data this week, where they were like they didn't say it was selling poorly, but they they had to all their forecasts about how many uh, Wii Us they would sell just totally missed the mark by by a huge margin. But uh, so that pretty much leaves it up to the Xbox and, and PlayStation mm-hmm. Three. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I, I I definitely. I don't know if they have the infrastructure to pull it off. I could see them delaying it. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll, they can announce it. That that'll be out by holiday. They might just... Say, that's the other thing. They, they might just say, like, winter 2013. I would and believe... And shoot
1: for Christmas. But I can see yeah. it slipping
0: into early next year.
1: I don't see it come, happening this fall. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Am I... I feel like it's a very brief amount of time to announce it in February and have it in stores by fall. Well, a lot of consoles get announced
0: at E3 and are released on shelves, that like, you know, the next that's six true. months. true. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the original Xbox 360, less than a year from... Halo f- was it? Halo 2 was released for the original Xbox to that E3. They announced not at E3, but that later, uh, that's the next spring, mm-hmm. less than six months after the biggest game of the Halo uh, of, of the, of the original Xbox came out, they announced the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And within six months after that, within a year of Halo 2 being released, the Xbox 360 was on shelves. Huh. So there's already a precedent out, even with these companies for them to go, Oh, this is our biggest game with this console. Yeah. Well, up a year later, here's a brand new console. We just announced yeah. it six months ago, you know. I mean that this means that there's not gonna be a, very many of either console at market. Yeah. They're both gonna be very hard to find. And we'll yeah. probably be having this podcast a year from now, both going, Well, I tried to get a play uh <laughs> Xbox three sixty two last night and it was really hard
1: and- Fuck no. I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be the asshole with my credit card, like memorized, <laughs> waiting at midnight. Fuck, why did I buy a house? I'm gonna spend so much fucking money on video games this year. Not
0: really. You'll spend a lot of money on video game consoles, but not that much on.
1: Well, what other games? Well, we're
0: getting. You were talking about
1: money. Anyway, you even get the one long story about? short. Yeah. I went and had this very brief conversation with my coworker who who also loves Uncharted. This is the guy who has the big projection screen television and when Uncharted 3 came out. We slept at his house in front of the projection television and played Uncharted 3 uninterrupted <laughs> until we beat it nine hours later. Like it was awesome yeah. and exhausting. And I felt hungover afterwards. But anyway, he is my Uncharted bro here in town. And we went and talked. we talked about Uncharted for like three minutes solid. And it was better it like did more to boost my spirits and change my day than anything else. So it was amazing. And like literally half an hour later, Sideshow Collectibles. This is the point of this whole story. This a <laughs> ten minute divergence. Uh, uh, Sideshow Collectibles release pre orders for their what did they call it? Premium excellence it's like a premium yeah. $345 Nathan Drake is shipping, statue. Is, is God, cheap? I hope shipping's free. <laughs>
0: that, uh, price. that price are really should be.
1: This is a nice fucking Isn't it like, It's really nice. It's like
0: a foot and a half tall, too, it's, right?
1: Let me see, I think it's about 8 inches tall. I thought it was like 18 inches tall. I thought it was it's like pretty big. It's not that big. big. They should not in scale with the die on their website. And it's, it's not that big, but it's like actual clothes and really, really nicely modeled. Yeah, his, his scarf
0: his looks little... like it's actual fabric. Yeah. But it doesn't look like a crappy, uh, like a lot of, uh, companies will come out with a dollar action figure that comes with like cloth clothes and it just yeah. looks crappy because the clothes are way too big and kind yeah. of it Well looks put... like a great, like, sta- it's not an action figure, but it is like a That was like the thing,
1: statue. I made Foley, I was talking to fully because I told Foley, I Foley was off and about and I sent her an email, I'm like... So it'll only be $70 a month If we pre-order it And she she did flex pay And she goes So we're buying it right That's less
0: than the water bill
1: Oh god And I emailed I talked to her and I'm like fully Are we gonna spend $350 on a toy She actually looked me on And she said It's not a toy It's a statue Yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's decoration for the house. It's God. the Nathan Drake premium format figure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, my $350. God. $350. I'm seriously thinking about it. What is wrong with me? This will be my third Nathan Drake statue in one way or form. Well, what, else?
0: what could they announce that would trump this that would make you go, oh, my God, why am I buying this? I should be buying this instead. Unless they came up with, like, like, like Drake, a Drake, Elena,
1: Chloe, and yeah. Cutter playing poker in a little statue scene in a strip poker. That, <laughs> for $1,000. I would them. sell my car for that. <laughs> And, like, you love Uncharted. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a huge series for you. It's not nothing. This is not, like... It's not like they just came out with a <sighs> premium Animal Crossing figure, where you're like, that looks really pretty, but I don't care about the game. I love
1: that I can't bring myself to spend money on a computer that I desperately need to replace my five-year-old broken-ass computer. I know, computer. isn't that great? But I'm like, not- but here's the difference. This is a $350 statue that I could just buy. Whereas computers, like, fucking... It's not just, I'll buy a computer. No, I gotta figure out, do I wanna buy a Mac? Do I wanna buy a PC? Okay, I wanna buy this. Well, then what kind do I wanna get? Well, that one doesn't have enough RAM. This one doesn't have the right video card. Blah, but when blah, it comes blah, to blah, Uncharted 3 action figures, you know which one you thing. wanna get. Yeah, I'm big on buying a thing. I'm all about it. Well,
0: buying a new computer is also daunting enough. You just don't wanna deal with it. I mean, like, if you could just wave a Magic 1 and say, I can spend $300, or I can spend whatever amount of money I'm willing to spend, and I would just get the best possible version yeah. of a computer that would buy me <laughs> best that I can computer get that those computers you come here on my desk, boom, yeah. it's yeah. here. But no, it's yeah, it's in. Yeah. Well, what complicates things
1: for me is that there are, really I need two computers. No, yeah. that's what I really need. I need a work computer for my office, and I need a gaming PC for my living room. I need two different computers, and they both have very different purposes. Yeah. but I can't afford that. I can afford one. So do I before do I buy a small form factor computer that I can lug between the two? Do I just bite the bullet and say, well, I need a computer, or do I get what I want and get a gaming PC for my living room and just keep my broken ass smack?
0: And I know people listening at home like just fucking cringing, knowing that if you just took that three hundred and fifty dollars you could spend on this figure and build your own PC. <laughs> Like, you'd be home free. But then again, yeah, you don't want to build PCs. You don't know how to build computers. Could you take, doesn't Chase build, build PCs? I know a
1: lot of people who build computers. It's a big difference between having a friend who knows how to build computers and having a built computer. Those are two yeah, very different things. Too, yeah. I love Chase. I'm not slagging on him. But really, it's like, I and this is nothing to do with him or any of my other friends who have said, well, I can help you. I just want a computer. Yeah. I don't care if it takes six months. Well, that's the
0: appeal of consoles. It's like you know, you go, yeah. out, you get it. It's I here. Bought, I bought an Xbox. Yeah, you don't have to worry about like what parts do I get. Or... We've had
1: this exact conversation yeah, this, this, is this not interesting?
0: Is, yeah, this is this is sweaty ass. Hey, conversation, Bill, but...
1: what'd you do this week? <laughs> Man, I got some new Cooney. Yeah, how's I'm only Cooney a couple treatment? more hours.
0: Well, I, I, oh, did we talk about this last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how you wound up playing like four hours? I of the played game after we here. recorded. You play. You know, you got about two and a half hours into the game. I'm only like an hour and a half ahead of you. I got to the city of Al Mamoon. Game. It was goddamn gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's still like the 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 jump from animated cutscenes to the in-game animated so cutscenes this is still was, kinda jarring. This is but...
1: what I didn't like about it. Bill pointed out that the backgrounds are beautiful in that game. And they are. The the, the environment's in the game. The, the environmental, game, environmental yeah. artists did an astounding job and the textures and everything look well, so right. They did a really good job. It's
0: obvious Studio Ghibli did not just do the cutscenes and design the characters, but they obviously they had their background painters. Not just paint the backgrounds for the cutscenes, but they actually did like they actually supplied painted textures or whatever. Artists did a really good job of because yeah. I'm right now I'm I'm in this really beautiful kind of like autumnal forest uh-huh. where it's it's totally designed by the Studio Ghibli guys. Yeah, like it just just the way like the trees are designed and everything like you're in a you're in a Miyazaki movie essentially, yeah. and the textures are all you know it's like super painterly and stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that that stuff is gorgeous. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's and I and it, but and it's not that the character modeling is bad or that the character animation no, is bad. It's just that when you go from a Miyazaki clip for 5 minutes, a fully voiced Miyazaki clip and then you a Miyazaki Studio clip I should say and then cut to text-based 3D characters. A character
0: like moving you go from 24 frames a second uh 2D, yeah, Studio Ghibli animation yeah. to 60 frames per second static character model kind of like in a weird kind of like just standing motion where it's just kind of like looping like like just kind of like breathing and just kind of yeah. talking with its mouth kind of flapping open like a like a muppet with no brain yeah it's 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 the cgi cutscenes are not maybe all that impressive but it's, it's interesting just cause I brought this up. did you see that paper man got released on youtube this week yeah i did and i felt bad because i was slagging on a little bit because we act like did you know cleo chang she worked on that yeah yeah um I still think it's a really pretty short, but I still think the the, the blend of CGI and hand drawn stuff in that short or mm-hmm. st- still comes up a
1: little short. I think in it Paper was. Man. I think it was much more effective on the big screen.
0: Yeah, well, it just like the, like just like the beauty of the visuals and everything yeah. really kind of like knock you in your seat. It's, it's 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 really gross. Yeah, watching a little like thumbnail on on YouTube or it anything, not... it's, it's 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 a little more. It
1: the feels way... a little more like
0: a student film,
1: but yeah, the way I saw <laughs> that was is not was not. I I thought it was. I thought it was pretty damn good and the best marriage I've seen so far, but I mostly saw that as a technical test. Yeah. Thinness, I mean, it's a good short.
0: Know. It's it's, it's a really cute, but there's no dialogue or anything. It really is more of a technical test that just has to be really charming. Yeah. But uh, I still, I, I was complaining about how the way they did Paperman essentially is what they, they essentially designed all the character animation. Uh, They, well, they animated all the character animation hand by hand, 2D animation, traditional style and then with the, with the computer, they took models of those characters and essentially warped and stretched them so they matched all the hand-drawn animation so that these CG models are essentially doing everything the, the the hand-drawn version of the animation was, but it's just, you know, but the proportions and the way the characters are moving and stuff are, are now kind of like, ha- like, have that kind of like squash and stretch of hand-drawn animation. But still, just like, there's something about, like, either the frame rate, because it's CGI, it's yeah. not moving at 24 frames per second, but it's, it just, mo- you can just tell it's, it's still computer generated in the way, that, like, the characters are moving are too smooth. It doesn't have that kind of, like, little off-kilter jitteriness that hand-drawn animation does. Like, yeah. there's such a warm, that you get from the imperfections of hand-drawn animation that,
1: yeah.
0: like, the CGI animation in Paperman, just kind of. Gets rid of, but in an unfortunate kind of way. Yeah, Where well, it's not bad, but like,
1: it's just it's very different. It's see, it's I still think
0: just not a perfect blending of ha- of hand drawn and yes. Yeah, I think that
1: the problem that you and I will always have is that you and I are both big fucking traditional hand drawn animation nets. I mean,
0: we grew up with two D animated films,
1: and if you held a gun to either of our heads, we would. You're like that would be what we'd go for every time. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like there's always for us, even the best 3D animation is always gonna be well it's not 2D. There's gonna always gonna be that no matter how good it gets. I actually feel like a monster dick because so it played Nino Cooney and it had to get this on my mind. How um you know 2D or excuse me, 3D to me is all the more jarring for having compared the 2D to it. Like, it just, it just fucking drives, it it makes my brain start to spin.
0: Yeah, the Studio Ghibli stuff just shows how, how not terrible but just how kind of crappy it just, it, normal video game idle animations are. Well,
1: yeah, it's especially. just and I hate to slag on it cuz it's they're doing what they need to do. Like ultimately the goals of 2D animation and the goals of 3D animation in the context of a video game are drastically different. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's not to some degree it's not fair, but you're inviting the comparison when you're shoving them together. I wish that, you know, Kuni was just all 3D but designed by Studio Ghibli. Because then you wouldn't have this. I
0: kind of wish, it, in a perfect world, it would well, be all 2 That would be
1: my fantasy, but that is but then it's, so not it sustainable. It would be Dragon's Lair at that point. Yeah, it's yeah. so not sustainable. Anyway, so mm. this was fresh on my mind. and I've been chewing on that all week. And then they, um, Cartoon Network had a, a, a press conference this week and announced their uh, slate of stuff they're going to do. And in all this stuff they're talking about, they announced that they're going to have a Powerpuff Girls special. That's going to be 3 yeah See, I saw
0: you tweeting about this, but I didn't actually see what the, yeah. They well, only, the they really
1: released, was. like, a description of it. Ringo Starr is going to sing a song about it. That's pretty much extent of what all
0: they said Craig... Yo! Because kids love that Ringo Starr.
1: <laughs> Craig McCracken is not in Salt Ball because he's working on fe- feature get, films.
0: I, so, I thought Powerpuff Girls was a Genndy Tartakovsky joint. It's not, it's it's someone else?
1: No, it's Craig McCracken. What else did Tartakovsky he do? was, um, uh well yeah he did Dexter's Lab and Samurai Jack and, and stuff. Samurai Jack so what else did
0: Craig McCracken do
1: he did Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends I've heard good things about that but I've and never seen it and I think that they worked together on Dexter's Lab I may be yeah. wrong anyway mostly when I think Craig McCracken I think of Powerpuff Girls that's my number one thing but anyway so um, it's all gonna be 3D they released a a piece of Concept art, that's 2D. Yeah. That's great. It's like a great design for the of Girls, and I was excited about it. But I just and that was cute. But I wish I hadn't fucking seen the 2D because I saw that and I'm like, oh man, I would love to see that. Yeah. And then like gonna be CG. And they the have announced. CG, have they shown any no, CG stuff? No. Literally what uh, I just told you and that one concept okay, art is well, all they've released. CG
0: doesn't mean just like flashing. See,
1: that's the thing. Well, no, they they meant it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be CGI. Rendered, it's gonna be yeah. fully rendered. So I, I, and I, especially yeah. on the hot on the heels of Nino Kuni, my reactions go, ah. and frankly, this is, and this is not fair because I've seen some good stuff, but my knee-jerk reaction is CGI for television is not always like top shelf. So to speak, you know. Although the original Powerpuff
0: Girls was, was
1: that animated in Flash to begin with? No, it was all, it was all. Was it all hand-drawn? It was old enough that it was hand-drawn. Word out now, they would do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It was more than 10 years now, babe. Oh
0: my god, I saw a YouTube clip today of this guy, there's a My Little Pony convention. Yeah, It's a big one where they've got the whole voice cast up on stage. Yeah, And this guy in the audience, he's all like... Oh, the audience looks like a bunch of goobers, because it really does look like it's mostly bronies. Yeah. And this super... This guy talks like me. He's completely inarticulate. He gets up to the microphone, and he's like, I just want to talk about uh, Princess Celestia and, and the dark side of the fandom, and how in the dark side of the fandom, she's known as a molester. And he, start, he starts t- talking about the sexual aspect of of Princess Celestia. Really? And this guy just yanks the, the, the mic right out of his hands. And like the poor lady who voices this yeah, Leia right on stage, there. she's yeah. she's put in this super uncomfortable position of yeah. like, I know a lot of you guys want to sexualize My Little Pony, and I guess that's okay, but make sure you just do it uh, do it at home. Don't bring it here. Yeah. And then the video just cuts off in the middle of her trying uh, to like.
1: How do you I respond to I'm that? Out, exactly. When you put in the spotlight, where it's like, how do you respond to the fact that I do masturbate to you voicing a pony?
0: Yeah. Like, there's a person next to him who's got, like, like Princess Celestia, like, in macaroni on a piece of paperboard or something. It's the most, it almost, it's almost comes across as, a, like, a mad TV sketch oh, God. parodying uh, My Little Pony. But anyway, that, that's, that has nothing to do with animation or anything. Anyway, about, I so, about that. I, I, and my knee-jerk
1: reaction was go, F- fuck that noise. I, and I, I, I can't, I just can't, like, it, I don't want of Powerpuff Girls CJ. Oh yeah, episode. it's really understandable, yeah. But our bro Steve works at Cartoon Network and he tweets to me, he's like, oh, we know, I know, you know, it's in good hands, just trust me. I'm like, ah, I wish I hadn't seen that concept art oh, i right, I keep
0: on forgetting Adventure Time is a, a cartoon show. I know.
1: Show. Well, the thing, and then and I'm like, I don't really think about it. And then I go away. And the next day I wake up. I have it notifi- set up on my touch that it notifies me whenever someone favorites my tweets. Yeah. The guy who did the design for the Powerpuff Girl special favorited my tweet saying, I can't imagine something I'm like, less appealing to me. I look at his Twitter feed. The poor guy has been dealing with 24 hours of people just shitting oh, on his project site unseen he's like you know what I've been working on this for a year that and a half sucks. no one has even seen it and they're already judging it and I felt like the biggest douchebag possible did you tweet at him at all? no no no, he was just looking for online... I was part of the problem oh. in that moment. I was an internet hater! You should tweet at him at some point saying,
0: I'm sorry! I feel like a cock! What am I going to do? You would probably actually appreciate someone saying i I feel like a
1: tremendous cock. If They're absolutely right. He,
0: if he's got enough bandwidth open that he can go be... He's obviously looking for people talking I about him. I'm can back
1: and say... It actually gave me a panic attack. Send him a
0: link to this uh, podcast so you can explain yourself. It gave me. I was like, oh, I feel like a dick. I was an internet
1: hater. I feel I am part of the problem. I am
0: so glad that Steve doesn't follow me on Twitter because I was shit talking Rebecca Sugar's new show.
1: You were. I noticed you said. And I wasn't
0: until I was like, I tweeted. I was like, oh shit. I can't believe we spent half of each goddamn podcast talking about the shit we did on
1: Twitter.
0: <laughs> uh, but no, uh, so Rebecca Sugar, she is a...
1: This is another announcement at the Cartoon Network. She's written thing.
0: most of the songs on Adventure Time, and mm-hmm. I know she's an artist. I don't know if she's just a storyboard artist or an actual like writer or what, but she's one of the big Adventure Time people. And now she's got her own cartoon called Steven Universe. Uh, when I heard that she was getting her own show, I was like, oh, really cool. That sounds awesome. But in the uh, they put out the poster this week, which the post-art looks cool, but it is it kind of looks like... It's 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 kind of I've seen people describe it as a, it looks like fat Scott Pilgrim because it's this guy this like fat little nerdy Jewish looking guy in a like a star uh, t shirt what like mm-hmm. kind of surrounded by three hot babes and no one knows what the they're, show is about. There
1: are sisters,
0: though. So. is that what it is?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. The whole premise is just... that it's they're these all galactic guardians of the universe and okay. he's like the slacker younger brother. Well, just
0: in the wake of like Adventure Time and Scott Pilgrim and stuff, I, I I was just a little disappointed that a new show by a lady coming out stars another kind of nerdy like th- this whole genre of how secretly awesome nerdy guys are. Yeah, that's a little played out a little bit. Who knows? No one, no one's shown seen anything of the actual See, the show. Thing. I feel like They're a just dick. A po- exactly. We, so we both we got to our...
1: watch this bullshit and then we could talk about it. Have, I feel like a cock. we have
0: both slided directly people at Cartoon Network this week.
1: I'm a cow. We owe reparations. I'm bad. We should spend
0: time watching. We should spend more time watching cartoons rather than just criticizing.
1: Me, cartoons. Me I'm bad. I feel like a dick. Yeah. I was part of the problem. I was part well, of the problem. At least problem. you can tweet back to that guy. In the- oh, no. I was part of the problem this week, Bill. I'm disappointed in myself. Did you hear the thing about sock dreams? Ugh. About haters? I, I heard just a little bit of it, and it was enough to... Enough that in. I
0: don't know if I've got the whole story, but there's this local sock company here in Portland called Sock Dreams. They sell they're socks a distributor, and garters. They're, and... Yeah,
1: they're a really great comprehensive distributor of socks.
0: And there was something that they started selling a line of tights that were being advertised for uh, plus-sized women... Under two hundred pounds, and a lot of people got upset because uh, women under two hundred pounds were being labeled as potentially being plus size, which doesn't seem crazy.
1: Well, it's and well, I mean, you could say that, but
0: this started this, start, this start a whole hate storm. This is the only reason I even dumb. thought about this. It's, yeah.
1: I'm sure the thing about sock dreams is, as far as I'm aware, they only manufacture a small percentage of their socks. They're a well, that, that that's
0: what they like that's what they had to come out and say we didn't write this description we're just selling this product yeah like if you have any problems you should like talk to the people who on their label uh, they happen to be selling this product sure but we like this is not our verbiage this is yeah. not if you're gonna yell at us don't yell at if yeah th- we're not responsible for this product yeah in terms of like what it's being advertised for because yeah people are upset by the fact that like yeah, it would, it would just but like if they were essentially being called fat if they weigh two hundred
1: pounds. It just upsets me because Sock Dreams is not the problem. No, Sock Dreams you know? is totally cool. They're Sock part Dreams of the, is the last place to be all like Arr. They're solid sweethearts who are doing cool shit for people and yeah, just but a lot makes... of fat
0: pride people started jumping up and down on the on, on, on Sock Dreams uh cheesecake saying you can't eat this cheesecake we're jumping up and down and now we're gonna sit on it. See the
1: thing, I don't wanna be an internet hater, Bill. Yeah. It is too easy. Sometime. A time for twenty four hours. You gotta hate sometime. I could not. You sleep. can't go through your whole life not that be a hater night, every that day. That was the first night I dreamed about t- chopping up my thumb. Was I like, couldn't sleep because I was having a panic attack about being. If a If we dick. ever have
0: a boy howdy bumper sticker, the first <laughs> one will be yeah. The second one will be you gotta hate sometime. No, not saying no. I'm not justifying hating. I'm just saying at some point this you're podcast gonna, you're gonna is be negative the enough. In the darkness going.
1: I don't want to be a dick on the internet. Okay. I don't want to be a dick on the internet. Good luck. Uh. Good luck with that. Even Jesus
0: in the desert was tempted by the devil. <laughs> Come on, give yourself uh, so a break.
1: That's right. Jesus.
0: <laughs> Jesus lived today. You totally <laughs> he'd, writing. He'd be on YouTube, going looking at the, the comments in that video, thinking, "Mate, should I post?" He'd
1: be making should a vine of himself, flipping off a cheeseburger at his <laughs> restaurant. What's up that's with it. vine
0: just coming out of the blue, out of nowhere? In the it's, last week.
1: It's the latest thing. We'll see if it sticks. Yeah. Anyway,
0: this, this really we is were turning talking our, about the our mail. podcast about Twitter,
1: boo, anyway. boo, and A talk about shit. Uh, we were ta-
0: oh, I was talking with Nino Cooney. That's fun so far. Uh, I got my copy of Hyrule Historia came in the mail today. Mm-hmm. This is the Dark Horse localization. Of the giant uh legend of zelda history book that nintendo published in japan last year this book is fucking big oh wow um just the size of the book like the dimensions like like in terms of like just like you can you kind of like knock somebody out if you hit them with this book uh it's funny because i actually this is just the vanilla normal version i've got the uh super ritzy special edition on order from amazon that should be coming in the next uh, week or two too uh, but at the end, uh, I'm really surprised at how nice it is. The whole first this half of the gorgeous. book, yeah, the whole first half of the book is pretty much just an art book for the la- uh, latest Zelda game, Skyward Sword, uh, which is a really pretty game. So that's nice to have a bunch of concept art and stuff for. Uh, there's a middle section about 20 pages, which really does, does go beat by beat explaining the entire history of all the Zelda games and how th- they interlock together. Not just a timeline, which I saw people flipping out about this book because it's the first. This timeline that's featured in this book is the first time Nintendo's ever documented exactly how all the different Zelda games fit together. But once you get past that timeline, yeah, it really does go beat for beat. This is what this character did. This is how this character did this. This is how this Link relates to this Link in this other game and all that stuff. And the second half of the book is just, yeah, it's just uh, concept art from all wow. the other Zelda games.
1: Really lushly done. Yeah, like really the first... Printed
0: two zelda games there's not that much in there because you know they really didn't do that much concept art for uh the legend of zelda or the adventure of link just because you know that wasn't really what you did back then you just sat down and drew the sprites and that was yeah. it but yeah starting with the link to the past and stuff there's a lot more concept art and it's just really pretty book. and there's a big whole uh i guess that's skyward sword manga there's like 30 pages of manga in the back and that looks fine but it's a really nicely produced book. This I was is gorgeous. Really, I was, yeah, I was actually really surprised how nice this book turned out. Not that I expected shit or anything like that, but it's just
1: I don't care about Zelda, and even I think this is
0: wonderful. yeah. No, even aside oh, from oh, it's the... nice.
1: The manga is unmirrored, so yeah, exactly. it starts at the back of the book. Oh, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, Dark
0: Horse. They know what the hell they're doing. Uh, Dark Horse is doing a really good job of doing video game stuff. Yeah, They're doing the art books for uh, but, so uh,
1: Bioshock Infinite and Last of Last Us. Last of Us, yeah. I think they this... did the uh, Mass Effect art book. I think was one of their first. Um, Isn't there art another?
0: Books. Are are they coming out? Or did that did that come out? The Mass Effect art of everything Mass Effect right yeah that it was art out. of the Mass Effect universe I probably bought that and I already forgot that they so have, I bought the first Mass Effect art book and I'm probably getting that confused but yeah Dark Horse man I fucking love those guys they've been working with Valve on different projects
1: oh yeah they did the big Valve comic book I forgot yeah, about that they've got year. a Dragon Age lore book that I added my Amazon wish list I am like, I can't buy myself this but I can think
0: about it but hey if it's Andy's birthday in the hey, next two days it's my
1: birthday on Saturday Andy's Amazon, Amazon.com
0: wish a Amazon. Amazon
1: slash a list yeah. that, that means time. you get home enough. You have to bolster that no, so you can race, no, to, race no, to update no, your wish list before no, I
0: publish this no. podcast.
1: Do not put a link to my Amazon I, wish list. From, I
0: can tease you because you're the last person on earth to actually expect anyone to buy you anything or you're also the, the last person actually, to actually fish for gifts. The
1: thought of anyone doing that you, for me
0: gives me, like... I a know. Year, you would yeah, not like, uh, like uh, gifts from
1: There's people. a reason why I didn't update my Amazon wish list for years and any I've any only good, furtively added a few things to your this year. It makes me feel like a skis So, yes.
0: Um that's Hyrule Historia. Uh, I saw what? Go for it. I saw pitch perfect. Oh, did you Pitch Perfect? is the shit. It, okay, did you enjoy it? I I had a really good time with that. I thought it was fun and dumb. It's, I liked it's it. totally of like the Josie and the Pussycats school of stupid female singing comedies. Well, what's that's, interesting is, is that to Josie and the Pussycats—that's a, a, a genre of itself now.
1: I think you could say, um, <coughs> uh, Pitch Perfect is Josie and the Pussycats in a post-bridesmaids world.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It yeah. very much so. It's not I as quite about as time. bonkers as jo- Josie and the Pussycats. No. It but have it's, it's in a
1: different way. It is yeah. extended projectile bonding sequences for twenty year olds. Yeah, yeah, that's I that's... enjoyed it. Anna Kendrick is adorable. You know
0: what? The one thing I was kind of disappointed in the movie was Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, yeah. Just because it's not that she's bad, but she's playing she's playing a character who's very standoffish and very. She low-key. is, for all intents
1: and purposes, the straight man in that. Yeah, movie. which
0: Anna Kendrick's a fucking weirdo goofball. Yeah. If any, I
1: was kind of waiting for.
0: I could understand her character starts off as kind of the straight laced person who, as uh, spoilers
1: for Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect.
0: Is is a yeah, we should comedy. explain.
1: It is a acapella coming of we age really comedy. We only care about it because it's
0: got Anna Kendrick. Anna
1: Kendrick it. is great. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really cute. Bill.
0: <gasps> oh, what? Speaking of, and you know what, Anna Kendrick's, Kendrick's favorite TV show is Thirty Rock. Guess what's on the air right now? Is it on The right last now. episode. of, We've already do missed you, ten minutes. of We Missed of it. ten minutes of it. Call Wait, it why it. even do it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was teasing Annie that we're recording the uh, the last episode of Thirty Rock is airing right now as we speak, and I was like, Bill, do, Bill do, do you want to stop recording? A lot. No. We on iTunes, I will legally purchase it. on you should our later. <laughs> you should, Bill. Besides, East Coast already saw it three hours ago. That's true. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Anna Kendrick this is the reason why we were both uh, uh, amped to check out Pitch Perfect because yeah, it's a comedy about Anna. Andrew Kendrick plays this freshman college student who goes mm-hmm. off to college.
1: It's about her finding her way and finding her friends. And yeah, and she's kind
0: of s- snooty and standoffish. She's mu she wants to be a DJ. Yeah, she's into music and stuff. And but she gets approached by these bunch of. Uh, acapella singers in her new college saying, oh, you can sing good. They find out she sings good because she sings good naked in the shower, which is kind of a weird scene of itself. <laughs> but they're trying to record her for this acapella band, which is made up of a whole bunch of goofy misfits. All bunch
1: of weirdos. Okay, Bill, the fucking the girl with the tiny mouth and the big eyes and they always do the, the extreme Japanese close-ups girl? of her just saying ridiculous <laughs> things. I said fired. <laughs> fucking yeah. It's such a dumb joke. It knocked me on my I, ass. You the, every you have time. the fat British chick
0: from a uh, bridesmaid, Fat Amy. Fat Amy, she's in there. She's um, great. You have a girl who throws up three times during the movie, like projectile. It's like Team America was, quality. Yeah, it was intense. Place.
1: I was a little hurt that there was a character whose um who, whose whose characterization was she was the lesbian. I, I felt that, i, thought, yeah, I felt That, that, that really to be, is her own kind That of character was weak. Point.
0: Because everyone's like, is she gay? Is she gay? Oh, yeah, she is gay.
1: I did like the little thing where she's like, I have I have a confession to make, y'all. And they're like, oh, she's going to come out. She's like, I have, I have a gambling, gambling problem. problem. Yeah. That almost was worth it, but not quite enough. Don't you love
0: when you hear people other talk about another movie and they're just like, here's the jokes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here's the jokes, everybody. But no, Pitchfork, Pitch I mean, it's cute. not
0: the best movie in the world, but it's cute. You got to go do it. Yeah, Kendrick, I like Anna I Anna thought by the end of the movie she would break out of her shell and become more of
1: a wacky character. And the whole movie
0: the whole movie she's kind of stern a little bit like she's not really she's
1: the closest to a real character that's in that movie yeah but then, then they're just trying to like everyone else is so cartoony It yeah. kind of sucks to see her did not did it make the you feel old that donald Faison was one of the washed out old acapella guys and
0: that's when i saw him it's like oh because like, he was one of the members of du jour right he,
1: yes donald Faison was in du jour in the joseph puts Pussycats movie he was he was turk on scrubs yeah I first knew him on Clueless. He was in both the R- Clueless movie and the Clueless TV show. Oh, he's on the show? Yeah, oh. and Donald Faison. Baby Donald Faison. And I remember at the and time, he's the and he's not the old washed-up guy. And I'm like, oh my See, god. That's where it speaks to you. I'm I'm having to deal with
0: the fact that oh, like when Mark Hamill, the hero of my childhood, uh, shows up in the next Star Wars movie, he's gonna be as old as the old wizard guy from the first really? Star Wars movie. Well, is he gonna, gonna be the be... oldest like
1: Alec Baldwin? I think no,
0: Alec Baldwin. Man, when Alec he Baldwin. Was a...
1: <laughs> Alec Guinness. You shut your fucking mouth, Bill Mudren. You shut it right now.
0: What am I, a farmer? Um, it's been a long day for Annie.
1: Actually, that's the only two people in the world named Alec. Pretty much in the if world gonna, of, those of are the, entertainment. The, those are
0: the only two Alex you can confuse with each other. Is there another Alec? Alec Baldwin, but Alec I think Guinness. No, I think Alec Guinness is only, like, in his 50s when he did Star Wars. That's actually and a good that's, point. If it's been, like, 32 years since the last yeah. Star Wars movie, man, Mark Hamill must have been... Yeah, Mark Hamill must be almost 60. Yeah. Ugh. At least Donald Faison's only, like forty. <laughs> That's not that bad. No, oh, that will
1: Anyway, anyway you know, Pitch Perfect was Pitch was was, cute. was uh
0: really goddamn funny. I'm glad um, you liked it.
1: I thought there was a part of where really, like it's trying to do a little too hard. I'm like, well I am not the demographic for this movie. Really the demographic. A little too hard? Well uh, how so it's you know it's the way that all comedy like broad comedies are trying too hard yeah, but it was good. I mean the scene was actually good too the that's singing what, was really like, good. I, I all think the... the
0: movie about acapella students so the gimmick each
1: other. the gimmick of pitch perfect if you want to call it that is that when Anna Kendrick comes in she's like oh well you guys do acapella and it's always boring ass like mr Sandman like old school acapella song she's like we got to do remixes so it's like acapella versions that compile like multiple yeah that's songs how she incorporates
0: stuff. her DJ ambitions yeah. into be becoming the Acapella student That's right And she bumps head With a super OCD leader Of the group Yeah Who's not portrayed As a villain No But she just can't Like loosen up enough To let like, yeah. anyone else Have any input on the group
1: No Anyway Pitch Perfect is cute I'm glad you enjoyed it This week The only thing of you note know I did Other than have a panic attack About being, making a mean tweet On the internet Was I played the cave The yeah. cave is really it? cute is Yeah it? Oh did you I was going to
0: tease you for not finishing it. No, I finished it. I was looking at your Chivo's and I didn't see any achievements for finishing it.
1: Well, yeah, there is. I did get a Chivo finishing it. Oh. Well then, how was it? It's a really cute little game. I liked it very much. It's interesting that we, in the last 12 months, we saw two evolutions of the adventure game. And both take very different tacks because whereas The Walking Dead is very much so like this pure focused approach at character and dialogue, mm-hmm. The Cave is just a pure straight up puzzle game. Like oh, really. Awesome, yeah. It's like, and they both take like, these very deliberate tacks. Whereas, you know, 15 years ago would have been a blend of the two. It was really interesting. I liked it. As always, what's interesting is that the best part of the game, and this is true in my opinion of Psychonauts and a true brutal legend in this game, they had this whole aspect where you could unlock, for all intents and purposes, a slideshow that had...
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: In, in the ca- like in Psychonauts, <laughs> you could find these repressed memories of that the characters had. In um, Brutal Legend, you could find these lushly illustrated um, things of history of how that world came to be, yeah. and the backstory of it, and your character's backstory. And in this game, a- as you progress, you can find these glowing glyphs, and if you activate them, you get these comic panels that tell you what happened to bring the characters how to how many cave. of
0: those panels do you get per character because i only played the demos oh so you actually really do get a story i
1: think there's seven and then when you finish the game you get kind of a three panel epilogue okay. two panel yeah because i played
0: the demo on xbox live and you only get one panel yeah. per, per character which characters did you play through the game with
1: well so technically i played this game one and a half times I started and I played, uh, my wife and I uh, played, and I had the knight, the time traveler, and the adventure. Yeah. And I got as far as finishing the knights level until I realized I missed a glyph. Because I thought, errantly, just because of video game logic, that you could only activate a glyph if you were controlling that character in the moment, which is dumb. I didn't even try. Oh,
0: see, because when I was played the demo, I, yeah, I, like I didn't like, even try. I unlocked the scientist glyph with, like, the adventure lady. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even sense, try. I assumed you... I'm
1: like, video game logic. Okay, I yeah, gotta for... get it, blah, yeah. blah, blah. like, it's a puzzle game. and There's gotta be that part of it, too. Well, and then I realized later, oh, I don't have to, so I started over. But I started over after I had finished the ninth puzzle. So I didn't want to do that again. So I decided no. to roll, roll my ladies. I did the scientist and the adventurer and the time traveler.
0: Well, that was did cute. You ever, I heard uh, the one complaint I've heard about people that supposedly there's a puzzle with the time traveler that is really oblique. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you got, okay. Well, yeah. Enough that you seem to know what I'm talking about. I don't know what yeah. it is, but I've heard other people well, there's say, always... oh, did you get that point with the time traveler? And they're yeah. like, yeah. Well,
1: the, the thing with adventure games is that... Is it a time-paced
0: puzzle? Uh, t- no,
1: you have to do... It's not that the solution is opaque. It's like literally, it's like how you do it isn't necessarily obvious. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Is it yeah. minecarts or something? Well, it's as simple as you have to hold a button while switching characters. Oh, really? And the instinct is not to do that. Yay! So, There's you nothing, know,
0: it's is, like... Is there nothing in the game that trains you that to tell you that you can do that? Sort
1: of. There are points earlier in the game where you have to flip... You have to pull levers. Did. And you have to tell a character to pull the lever and then switch... To another character while that huh. character A is still pulling over. Uh Did
0: you get the achievement for uh, stealing the postcard from the gift shop at the beginning?
1: I took the postcard and I did not get an achievement for it.
0: Supposedly you can get achievement for both uh, stealing the postcard and putting it back.
1: I saw those achievements, but I couldn't. it didn't happen no, for me. Anyway. I just heard people... Anyway, on, on. Bill and I are assholes. We care about achievements. I liked the game <laughs> very much. It was really cute. I will have... To, I'll, that
0: and the... Uh, God, there's so many games on See, Xbox Live. now. what annoyed play.
1: me is the primary criticism I saw of the cave was that if you play it more than once, it's repetitive. And to be fair, the well, game is
0: yeah the
1: game is designed to play more than once. They, there are seven characters. You can only take three at a time. But there's
0: character agnostic sections, which yes. you're always going you to repeat no matter what. But
1: yeah. my thing is, like if the worst, if really the your argument against the game is that when I played it a second time, it wasn't as much fun as the first, but I had a really good time the first well, time. The
0: stupid care. thing comes in the fact that, like, okay, so this is an adventure game you can play more multiple times, Mm -hmm. and you have... Is it seven characters you can choose Mm -hmm. from the beginning? So if you want to see all the characters' different stories, you have to play the game three different times. Mm -hmm. But because there's only seven different characters, when you play that third time, you're going to be repeating two characters worth of stories. Which that sounds like bullshit. They should have either cut one character so you had... Six characters, so if you play through it twice you get a whole brand new stories each time. Or you just roll or like you have Annie. nine characters. You just roll
1: like Annie, you play you just the character get... the first you play the first character, you start over. Yeah. Because I technically have to pay two more time. one one more time to see all the characters. How long is the game? Just a couple of hours? So, I'm trying An to think. Hour or two. I didn't I didn't time it or anything. Maybe like four hours? Oh, right, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, maybe a little more. Yeah. It's interesting though, it's like I forgot. How much video game, like adventure game? I love adventure games, but I don't necessarily love adventure game puzzles. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about this when
0: um, I don't know if people really loved puzzles, yeah, specifically like well,
1: I, there's satisfaction in solving a puzzle. They're
0: notoriously funny and fucked up puzzles,
1: but like I remember when I was a youngin, one of the first adventure games I ever played. I bought it in a in a bin from KB Toys at the mall. Oh, was this um I love a PC? About this stuff. PC adventure game called Inherit the Earth mm-hmm. and I bought it because it oh, the cover had a bunch of animals and medieval clothes. I was like, oh, like Robin Hood is awesome. <laughs> Actually, I still kind of like the fiction of the game because the fiction of the game is that there's been some sort of apocalypse and humans had developed these... Like anthropomorphic critters And then something happened And the people left the planet The implication is that the main yeah. There's some sort of thing And so of course The animals have Having Living in the abandoned ruins Of this advanced human civilization Have advanced culturally Exactly along the same signs, lines of human beings So they're now at a medieval age yeah. It's very dumb But well, That's I, like
0: That's Star Trek logic Of, yeah. of cultural evolution But yeah. I,
1: I kind of liked that idea
0: bears In I the liked, industrial area
1: I really liked the idea area. Of a medieval world With all all of this refuse of advanced technology all yeah. around cuz like the in the game you're actually looking for this orb that can it's a control the weather a
0: little bit yeah yeah. To,
1: yeah to agree yeah exactly it's that sort of thing but i like that it was specifically medieval yeah. it was kind okay, of cool and uh but there was a puzzle in it where you had to figure out i can't even fucking remember why There was this muddy field and you had to pick up a handful of berries in the, that have been dropped in the in the mud to figure out who you have to chase after. The thing is, is that they're all animals and they've walked through the mud. And one of the other puzzle, one of the other things you have to identify is a set of tracks that are in the mud. And this is a little This is an adventure game. And it's like pixelated and it's like 1998. Yeah. So the bear, the pixels that are a cluster of berries look really close to a fucking footprint in yeah. the mud. And in hindsight, it's obvious. But this is pre-internet. Or before I, my family really had... Or excuse me, no, we had internet. But it didn't occur to me to look up the answer. I spent six months trying to advance from this point because of this fucking it to be fair that was pixel hunting more than it was mm-hmm, a puzzle. Yeah, it's not a logic puzzle. But it was yeah. so funny that now oh, it's like Jesus. you know, like it whereas now I would just look it up and move on and be like, oh, oh well fine. I remember having friends over and making them play it, to see if they could figure it out. Like I bribed people to try to help me. And it was so funny. I remember it took me
0: and my best friend uh, back in the early eighties Two years to beat uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark for the Atari 2600 without the instruction manual.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Of
0: course, you know, it being like 1984, we didn't have no internet there. So, yeah. 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 This is the classic. I didn't have internet so I had burr, burr, burr. to use
1: get on the the oh, the man. hamster wheel He's to power at... the console. You bought that game because it had medieval
0: animals and shit. I remember yeah. one of the best games I ever played for the original 8-bit Nintendo was yeah. uh The Battle of Olympus, which I bought just cuz it had uh Greek mythology shit on there. Yeah. And when I, like I when I saw that game, it was in the, it was really like it was in the $5 bargain bin at like yeah. fucking Babbages or something. <laughs> um it was because I was going to a uh, middle school that was all about the classical arts and stuff like that. It yeah. was all about Greek mythology and medieval stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, and this has Medusa in it. I'll get that game. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, it's, it's funny how sometimes, like, but you'll you'll pick up stuff arbitrarily just because of just, like... Yeah, cover art. Stupid
1: exactly. cover art. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's funny what gets you going. So so this is unrelated. Uh <laughs> So I I haven't really thought about Inherit the Earth. I think about it once a while because it was a really important game to me at the time. Like I said, it took up like easily a year's worth of brain space for me. They announced this week um, that they're doing a Kickstarter for Inherit the Earth 2. So this is a game that is beloved to me and probably a small but passionate bastion of furries. Oh my god! So they had a Kickstarter... To do it, her to I saw it now, so I was like, Oh my god, at the time they're they asking for $135,000. Wow, how much? Well, when I looked, you know, the first 24 hours are pretty indicative of a Kickstarter's long term, uh, things. They'd raised like $5,000. The video was like a still image, and then the narrator was like pretending to be the protagonist of the game. Oh no, and then they like this faded is... in some concept art. That was actually really nicely done. Concept is art is just
0: a fan made game,
1: well. I mean, that's the game studio that made it went out of business like no, a year so, after. Yeah, so
0: you're not going to have anybody from the original game work. Well, what's
1: interesting about that game is that maybe about 10 years ago, um, the the company that did that did the original game or whatever shell company exists of it left. They um, did a re-release of it. So it's you can actually go buy Inherit the Earth for Mac and PC and Linux. Yeah. Like And it's actually, I, I bought it and I played a little bit of it and I was like, oh, memories. And I stopped. But so the same company or whatever is left of it, I'm sure it's like one guy who may, probably was involved in development back in the day. It's like, oh, I want to make that game. And yeah. There's enough sentiment, whatever. They canceled the Kickstarter. How long was it going before they canceled the Kickstarter? Like maybe a couple of days. Oh, really? Oh, they had eight thousand dollars when he when he ended. Oh,
0: what's the other Kickstarter where the guys like?
1: Did we talk about this last week?
0: Where the guys all like. Well, you tell us whether or not it's worth the keep oh, on that doing was the, the Kickstarter. Oh, that was the Gas
1: Powered Games Kickstarter. Man, that poor guy. Is that still going? I think, yeah. Last I read, the um, so they laid off all their staff because he wanted to be able to pay severance and everything like that. He was like, we, we're not going to have enough money to get to the end of this, this Kickstarter.
0: Kickstarter only been up for a week before he started but flipping out.
1: you... It, you're gonna make you. You're in the first couple of days. Of your Kickstarter. You're gonna get a pretty good sense of there. There have been moments. with the last moment, it's all swept in. But if you don't have a certain amount of momentum from the start, I'm just you're saying. These are as
0: good with money as I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was too loud a to laugh, wasn't? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> anyway, he. I. I kind of. At least that guy was fairly transparent about it. The only problem I have is that in his video where he told everybody, he described it, his update as kooky. I thought it was fucking weird. It means you're stupid. Weird. Cookie anyway. Means you're stupid.
0: That's the third um boy howdy bumper sticker. <laughs> oh. Do you hate steampunk or do you like steampunk?
1: I have a soft spot for steampunk. Oh, okay. I think steampunk Well, here's the thing. I was trying
0: to analyze my irrational hatred for all things steampunk this week. I
1: kind of feel about steampunk. What's the this best... well hair? I was just talking about the hair of the earth. I kind of feel about steampunk kind of the way I feel about furries. Where it's like, you know what? I kind of like that core concept. Sure, you know, it's like I, you know, I grew up watching Disney's Robin Hood. Of course, I like animals walk around and talking. Or like steampunk. I'm big into like I think Victorian era stuff is really interesting. I think that area. So I can see of you historical perspective
0: and not a oh, fashion. Yeah.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. It's like so, but there's always the the weird thing that it's turned into. So you can't talk about furries without people assume that you want to fuck a goat. You can't be steampunk without people assuming, well, I just like to put gears on my hat. Yeah. You know? I took apart
0: my dead grandfather's priceless stopwatch. Yeah. So I could glue the gears onto my uh, Hot Topic top hat. Yeah.
1: It's like, I feel that people glom on to steampunk as being a thing without really putting any thought to this it. This
0: week in the Boy Howdy Irrational Hatred Corner. <laughs> See, I don't hate steampunk
1: though. No, I my, do though. I'm trying to sort it my out. My knee jerk response need to, talk is, to a shrink about my it. My knee jerk response is fondness and then I'm like and then I look at it a little closer. I think there are people who are doing really cool stuff with steampunk. I think oh, yeah. what's unfortunate is that it's just become a word without meaning behind it. I should it. love
0: it's all about corsets and tits hanging out. I should love steampunk. <laughs> I don't know I love Victorian stuff. I love it when people when minorities couldn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other thing I hate romanticizing any kind of old stuff. See, that's where it's just like I like it because it's it's such a romantic
1: period in time. I think it's interesting to look at that, to look at colonialism and to look at white man's burden and all that sort of thing. But you're right; there is a very fine line between between like kind of examining an era and glorifying and like, it, just without. That's yeah. why, I
0: like, at least leaving a gentleman which is kind of steampunky. Ste- yeah.
1: See, but that's an example of good steampunk. At least that's smart about it.
0: And examining the weird shit that was going on at the time. It's yeah. not
1: just celebrating, oh, just steampipes sticking out of random shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I feel bad for anyone who is genuinely passionate about steampunk. Because it's just something, like, you can go by. With you can
0: though, without wanting to kill everybody.
1: <laughs> well, it's like anything. You have a small, passionate you know. group of people that you've... you've... You talk to, you know, it's like my friend who loves Uncharted. I can just go talk to him for two minutes and get really excited about Uncharted and then fuck the haters. Is he excited about Charlie Cutter? I don't know if anyone is excited about Charlie Cutter except for me. I like Charlie Cutter.
0: I like Charlie Cutter. As long as they bring back Chloe too, I
1: don't give a shit. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, where I want really in my perfect world, if they were to hand off the reins, if they were to make any character in Uncharted the protagonist, I would want a Chloe game.
0: More than Elena? Yeah. Elena, what's she gonna do?
1: Well, but, no, no, no. Yeah. Elena doesn't want to be an adventurer per se. You know, it's like her, she's just trying to keep break from breaking herself. Would
0: ever do that? Even from, no, like gender never and sales put... marketing stuff. I mean,
1: well, I was gonna
0: say, like, they could make it kind of like a Tomb Raider. Essentially, if you if you had in charge with a female lead, it would be Tomb Raider at that point. Beyond that, but Tomb Raider starring like a forty five year old Australian yeah, woman. See that'd be bad. Kind of string beaned, armed. Yeah, that's Chloe. not going to sell. Man, yeah, Chloe. Maybe ultimately, if you ultimately, Chloe as a hot sixteen-year-old.
1: Uncharted uh, to ninety-nine percent of people is Nathan Drake. Yeah, is Nathan Drake full Which stop? Which is fine. Which is fine. I love Nathan Drake, but I really I love all those stupid people. I love. Did you see the link that Chloe? came out today?
0: It was uh, someone had gotten a hold of what is supposedly uh, Harrison Ford shooting script from Rage of the Lost Ark, where he went in there and just went through the whole script and made a whole shitload of changes. Uh, just based like he was like, "Oh, this sounds like too much Han Solo. This sounds like mm-hmm. this, and I don't like the way this sounds." Mm-hmm. Just really interesting to see how an actor kind of shaped one one of his most signature roles. Yeah, just thinking about uh, uh, hero adventure guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's us gibbering about things. What else I do? I like oh, the yeah. cave. Bill hates steampunk. Oh, that one was last thing. Uh, be-
0: in the lead up to uh, tonight's last episode of Thirty Rock, I listened to the Bossy Pants
1: audiobook bossy pants is great isn't it have you listened to the audiobook? yeah i've read the book and listened to the audiobook.
0: the audiobook as soon as it was over i was like no this can't be ending because like like uh uh tina fey well tina fey this is bossy pants is tina fey's book it's her autobiography she came out with a couple of years ago well, it's she, a series of was,
1: essays yeah well yeah 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 and
0: uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she got her husband to do like little yeah, intro and outro music, music and stuff, for it. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's 30 rock music, but it's, it's not great. it's special music. It's yeah. it's not quite 30 rock, but it sounds like it and got to the end of the thing, I was like, the music started coming up. I was like, No, why is <laughs> the music I coming know. out? Don't stop. I listened to I think I listened to the entirety of that audiobook in like a day and a half, which it's I don't a think great is that much. Audiobook. I think it's like four or five hours long. Yeah, it's I not listened to it twice on a road trip. because it is just a couple of essays rather yeah. than like really like the it's autobiography. Like, yeah. And she, she, like, you know, she talks a little bit about her being a kid and her being a pre- 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 precocious teenager and stuff, but, like... My favorite line oh in that God. whole
1: book is when she's talking about when she was a youth and she was friends with all the lesbians, and what is she... She's banging on other car with her... She was like, get the dyke in the car! <laughs> we gotta get home! I just,
0: also, <laughs> oh, Tina Fey! Tina Fey kind of makes me appreciate her friend <laughs> Vera Rosgall a little more. Her friend Vera Rosgall is kind of known for being kind of weirdly... Not stern, but kind of, like, disengaged from other people at least like from like and like I kind of like career minded disengaged kind of just kind of narrow focused this is something Tina Fey talks about in her book where she just like she, Tina Fey just doesn't understand liking animals she said you know she says I don't have any problems with animals but they're fucking animals i don't <laughs> want pets they're animals they're good to eat like, like you know, she just has like she like like faking enthusiasm mm-hmm. in
1: well, social where 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 I can s- where I people. would see the similarities. Vera knows what she wants and oh, exactly. Tina Fey. Yeah,
0: whereas Tina Fey's whole shtick is like,
1: I don't know what I want. I am a baby. Well, Tina Fey does know what she wants though, well, like, and little she little
0: does it. Although towards the end of her book and towards the end of Bossy Pants, she's like, she actually comes out of the audience and is like, I don't know if I should have a kid. I guess you'll find out soon. What do you think, audience? And it's just kind of like I don't know. <laughs> It's a very good... It's very conversational. It's yeah. right by here. And instead of her just going, and then I turn 12. I mean, the book is written funnily, yeah. but her reading of it is also really funny because yeah. she's also just giving a little sides and stuff. So it's not exactly like, yeah. like just reading the book, but I'd be curious well, to read those, the book to see Well, those sides are all in the book, the book. It's all in the book. Oh, really? She's reading she'll just be like...
1: The only time she ever strays and adds anything... Beyond it, like obvious things where she's talking about the audiobook is when she's talking about pictures, she'll describe pictures that are in the book. Okay, okay, okay. otherwise, it's all in there. It's fucking good, it's good. That's a good book. That on my drive down to San Francisco, my wife and I listened to the audiobook of both Bossy Pants and Mindy Kalings. Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me? Did she reads that too, yeah, yeah. They're both really good books by funny women. Amy Puller needs to write a book. Have
0: you, have you been watching her show, Mindy Kalings? I watched, of, I the keep on hearing first... that. Is, it, everyone's astonished by how not good that is.
1: I watched the first episode yeah and i thought the editing was bad okay granted it was the pilot and i'm sure like it went through a bunch of edits and all this and that yeah and i just didn't like i didn't like any of the characters except for mindy kaling that's
0: what i keep on hearing like it's just also just the focus of the show was just kind of like bleh. like sometimes it's about her being a doctor sometimes yeah. it's about her dating and it just seems to be kind of i don't know
1: i felt i feel like comedy is in the editing and that first episode was really poorly edited and it made me not want to watch anymore yeah. which sucks because i love mindy kaling and i want to support her in her journey she's great yeah. but yeah but yeah
0: uh people at home if you don't yeah go buy the bo- uh bossy pants mindy kaling's
1: board. book is great too Let me throw that out there what's it called uh is everyone hanging out without me is that a long book it's about the same length as bossy pants
0: uh don't torn either of them <laughs>
1: do them. not bill did you torn no. How do you torrent audiobooks? It's a file that you download like anything else. Oh, yeah? I've, I've never done it. Oh, no, that's not true. I have torrented an audiobook. What do you do? I torrented... There's a series How of, many bombs went off? <laughs>
0: because...
1: I torrented a... There is a series of, of novels written... Uh, of mystery books written by this... Uh, British novelist named Lindsay Davis. She has a series of books about Marcus Didius Falco. Oh, you told
0: me. We've talked about this on the podcast. He's a private
1: investigator in ancient Rome. I have a huge soft spot Is audiobook super expensive? Well, it was a, it wasn't an audiobook. It was an audio play. It was a dramatization that they'd done for the BBC. Okay. And at the time, it was not available for purchase in the States. I could have imported some CDs, but I downloaded illegally. I am amazed at how
0: expensive some audiobooks are. It's crazy. I mean, I can understand because you have to pay audio engineers. There's a whole different staff it, it takes to produce an yeah. audiobook. It's not, you know, it's not I just... would
1: argue that it takes no more time than making a book, though. I think the difference is the well, niche a different market. edition of a book,
0: but yeah, it's it was sometimes, like, you'll like an audiobook would be like 40 or $50, oh, bucks, yeah. depending on what the yeah. book is. I'm just like, come on, guys. The print version or the Kindle version is $10. Audiobook yeah. version is, is, fit like, you know, like if it's a Game of Thrones book, the Kindle version will be like $8. The wh- when I look at that, like, I always oh think God, guys. it
1: has to be an economy of scale thing. Yeah. It has to be that a book you can have a Print run of this is just starting the ten thousand yeah. w- versus an audiobook where you're gonna sell maybe a thousand. Yeah. You know? It's like cause really the sales for an audiobook has to be dismal compared to the sales of a of a book. They book.
0: must be making their money, Otherwise they would otherwise. Well they that's because be they charge you fifty dollars.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like if I make a hundred of a thing and I charge fifty dollars a piece versus if I make a hundred thousand of a thing and I charge five dollars a piece. Yeah. Like... Oh man,
0: and like, Tina Fae's talking about Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler did this. Like yeah. half of her time talking about her time at Saturday Night Live is just yeah. sucking Amy Poehler's dick. It's great <laughs> talking about how Amy Poehler is like Amy Pregnant. Amy Poehler pregnant, she do this. Amy <laughs> Poehler do this, she do that. Yeah. It's just.
1: Oh, my God. And yeah, Tina Fey has a great essay on her time at SNL during the whole Sarah Palin thing and how it was so different from her time yeah. like, working at SNL. That almost
0: forms the whole heart of the book. Is yeah. She talks about one specific weekend yeah. where she had been working for six or seven months to try to get Oprah to come on 30 Rock. Because 30 yeah. Rock, this is like the second or third season of 30 Rock where ratings were failing and they could really... I, I guess at some point uh, Oprah had just mentioned, oh, I would like to be on 30 Rock sometime. And so, yeah, for six or seven months, uh, Tina Fey and the rest of the 30 Rock crew were bending over backwards trying to get her on the show. Like, she had agreed to do it, but just trying to write a script that she liked. Yeah, and and getting time to do it. Yeah, schedule, like, actually to film her appearance and stuff. And they actually finally managed to get her to commit to, like, okay, you're going to fly out to New York on this, like, it was like a Saturday. And that also happened to coincide with uh, that Saturday night was the first time that Tina Fey was performing as Sarah Palin Mm -hmm, on Saturday Night Live. And the Sunday the next morning was gonna be her like daughter's like fourth like fifth birthday, her her daughter's Peter Pan themed birthday. Yep. And so this there was a Saturday where uh, Tina Fey's having a bounce back and forth between trying to film her segment with uh, Oprah Winfrey, getting ready to uh, kind of publicly humiliate this lady who was running to be the the vice president of the United States. Uh, this was also the first time she was going to be on Saturday night, night Saturday Night Live in three or four years because she had left the show years earlier. And then also trying to find Peter Pan-themed
1: <laughs> yeah. plates. plates and napkins
0: for, <laughs> yeah. her, for her, da- her daughter's birthday the next day because she's yep. like, it's easy to find Tinkerbell-themed stuff. Yep. It's impossible to find Peter Pan-themed stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, there's a whole long chapter just about that weekend and yeah. everything she went through. And that is fucking, it's, it's, it's amazing. And of course, you know, she's reading the audiobook And so she's being a smart ass about,
1: ah, I just fucking. It's really, this book
0: is great. It'll make you just want to like kidnap Tina Fey, like, like Donkey Kong steals Mario's <laughs> girlfriend and just run off to the top <laughs> of the Empire State Building and go, ur, ur, she mine, she mine. <laughs> and then maybe Tracy Morgan has to jump up like Mario and, and and beat your ass. There you go. And then he, he, he becomes the King of Kong. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Bossy TFA. Pants,
1: good. I like that lady. Yeah. Yeah. She all, I'm curious to see what she does next, other than take a nap.
0: <sighs> yeah, or have the second kid she was talking about. Uh,
1: yeah. Does she only have one kid? I know she has a she daughter. Has, she has, I want to say she has two. Okay,
0: I wonder if she adopted her. Because, like I said, Bossy Pants, which, you know, was written like three or four years ago, that the, the, the book ends with her trying to decide whether or not... Uh, she, like, she specifically talks about how the next five years is pretty much the last five years she can be a viable movie star if she yeah. wanted to be any kind of movie she writes or anything like that, because yeah. she's in her mid-forties. Or, you know, it's the last four, it's last four or five years she can be pretty reliably fertile and not, and still be young enough to have another kid. Yeah. So it was an interesting choice of her, like, this is how she essentially ends the book, trying to figure out, like... This is five years. should it be? What happens next? Yeah. It, like, choosing between family and uh, business stuff. is kind of interesting.
1: Oh, Tina Fey.
0: Anyway, so this is the end of our uh, <laughs> sucking Tina Fey's dick <laughs> session of this week's
1: podcast. She does have two children. <sighs>
0: okay. What's the other? Who, who's the other kid?
1: <laughs> you know uh is it her kid did she adopt bro ham no cause that's mean.
0: the that's the perfect thing she still have a career she must have had a career she's still still been doing 30 Rock <laughs> I was gonna say
1: Bill no she hasn't had a career I have been paid, paying attention
0: Tracy Morgan just does a really convincing Tina Fey impression on, that's on 30 that's
1: it It's really really good
0: oh. okay well should we wrap it up this this I tried podcast. too a
1: well while ago my friend oh I'm hold t- on t- Hold I love for Have you ever Bay? seen a picture of Jeff Richmond? He's been on 30 Rock a couple of times. Oh, Have you really? ever seen a picture of her it. husband? He's adorable. He's like a head shorter than she is. Oh my God.
0: He looks like a hobbit.
1: He's great. He's yes. been on. Whenever he, on 30 Rock they show the musician who does the music for the show, it's always <laughs> Jeff Richmond, which cracks me up. And he does
0: great music too. I like he, that. He's, guy. It's
1: super good. Oh, super and
0: like, good. Oh, one of the first things she starts talking about in the book, she starts making fun of people who attended the uh, Pennsylvania Governor's School of the Arts as being. Uh, poorly socialized freak balls. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have attended the Pennsylvania Governor's School of the Arts because she's from whacka. Pennsylvania, I'm yeah. from Pennsylvania. She's talking about falling asleep on long car rides across the Appalachians. I'm just yeah. saying, if her husband, if Jefferson Richmond dies, yeah. we have built-in soulmate uh potential. That means you'd
1: have to adopt Alice Zenobia Richmond and Penelope Athena Richmond. Actually, naming your daughter Penelope Athena is kind of the raddest thing I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, and if they still need beer, pan, <laughs> stop, I can draw on the
1: napkin! Boom! Set.
0: So if you guys have Tina Fey's home email address, (laughs) email us at the boy howdy podcast (laughs) we're going to get on that right now during the break we'll be back in a minute
1: Magical musical interlude. will will drop in something that who will let go on for too long. It was probably
0: Thirty Rock music, and, which which works because I just checked in on the last episode of Thirty Rock as it's airing. I was hoping would turn on the episode really quickly. It would be only like one of left. Yeah. I was hoping like yeah, like uh, Kenneth would be wearing a tire, like driving a motorcycle across the uh, post apocalyptic landscape that used to be Thirty Rockefeller Square. No, it's just everyone running around the Thirty Rocks. Uh,
1: we get to see Pete with bling. That's all we need to know. Yeah, Pete. I you love got Pete, Pete.
0: You got yourself a magical episode of
1: Thursday. all <laughs> right. Rock. All right. In the Geek Week, in review. Sony That's is episode. holding a big press conference in New York on February 20th that promises to allow press attendees to, quote, see the future, unquote, of the PlayStation brand.
0: Yeah, this is the news we alluded to earlier that just broke earlier today on Thursday. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like... Uh, I made the joke on Twitter, unless this is Sony revealing its proprietary uh, soft serve ice cream machine, (laughs) I would imagine, yeah, this is going to be them announcing the PlayStation 4. It's got to be. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it's not Microsoft pulling the trigger first.
1: Yeah, Sony is not known for... You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, they were the last uh, console manufacturer to put out a console last year.
1: I think so. this is a smart time to do it because there's kind of a news lull right we'll now. We'll see when
0: it actually comes out, though. They'll announce yeah. some, Like I said, they'll probably announce a console for sometime winter 2013.
1: I don't know. But... Well, you know what? You know what it could be? It just now occurred to me. They bought a streaming service like a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah.
1: I wonder if they're going to be announcing some sort of streaming video Not game PlayStation service. PlayStation 4?
0: Maybe. But they're talking to PlayStation 4, or they're talking to, like, the as like, soon as uh, that press release went out this afternoon, Gaming Press were getting the, the the invites to come see this press conference. Yeah. So it's gaming related. It's not just Sony. Like,
1: streaming gaming is what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, it could be. I don't know. So the, their console is just going to be Apple TV, there. you just hook a Maybe. controller, too. God, it would save them a lot of money. Well, that's true, too. Oh! Well, I Probably we'll out not, more. probably not, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Nintendo posted a bunch of losses this week, missed Wii U and 3DS sales targets, its second operational yearly loss in a row. In this light, Nintendo's, hey, we've got a bunch of Mario, Zelda, Animal Crossing games coming, eventually, press event last week makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, it was really surprising when out of the blue in the middle of January, they decided to come out and say, hey guys! there's a new Wind Waker, oh, there's a, wind, a remake of Wind Waker coming out. Oh, we've got all these games coming out. I was like, that's kind of weird weird timing for this kind of reveal of Yeah. Nintendo. Essentially, I mean, big shocker, it's not exactly big news that Nintendo is coming out with another Mario and another yeah. Zelda and another Animal Crossing. But yeah, it, it. we should have known that they would come out a week later and here's our terrible sales <laughs> yeah like they want to have this news out there so it, like yeah. they kind of soften the blow of this terrible news that just came out yeah. to, uh, just the last year or two and i saw someone was someone who was complaining that or was was claiming that if you look at some kind of interview with iwata that he was claiming that he will quit unless nintendo makes a 100 billion dollar yen
1: profit this year
0: that sounds like bullshit. Profit,
1: yeah, yeah, profit.
0: Yeah, they've lost money for two years in a row now, but
1: but a hundred billion yen profit. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: they've lost a lot of money in the last two years because they've been soaking, uh, pouring all their money into research uh, and development. Yeah, well, yeah, all just getting the Wii U up on its feet. Yeah, now that it's actually done and out, they just get to go. Th- you know, they just worry about just selling Wii Us and start making their money back. Yeah, but yeah, the well, Wii U is not a complete disaster. But, yeah, I think they were hoping to sell something like five and a half million Wiis here in the United States. Like, they had revised their forecast to maybe selling only four. Which that's a hundred, that's a hundred and a half million less Wii U's that they were originally. This is all inside baseball. This this is not super interesting to talk about, but yeah, I mean, yeah, this is this is proof that the Wii U is not doing nearly as well as Nintendo hoped it would. It's and almost now, like Ninth- there
1: are no fucking games out for it. Well,
0: that's what mostly Water was blaming on it. Just even even to and well, he, a lot of this stuff came out where he had to talk to investors and like yeah. Nintendo's report to investors really, yep. pretty much came out and said we didn't have any good games. Yeah, or not, we didn't have any good games, but. Uh, that it's upon Nintendo's shoulders to make make consumers realize the uh, value of the Wii U, which is always funny. Instead of just trying to That's that's funny phrasing when you have to talk about how we have to make people understand the value of this. Not we should make this see we, not that we should make this more of a value, but we have to make people see what value is here. Yeah, because you don't want well, to. Well,
1: s- well, that's not wrong. You got it. You can have a great product. We have to tell people what's great about it. Because the Wii U, I have played the Wii U, and other than me, so it not exciting. Yeah, I'm like I don't get it.
0: But no, when you're saying like when you're telling people like we have to make consumers see the value in our product. Yeah, I just picture uh, a Nintendo grabbing gamers by the scruff of the neck and just rubbing their nose in like. The poop of not buying the Wii U. Like, <laughs> you see what you did? Like well, why like, can't reverse. you see how like,
1: it's like the dog shits and you the dog grabs you, the human by the power, Like look at exactly, what I yeah. did. Look at what I but made. But yeah, sure. the
0: Wii U is not terrible. It
1: just doesn't make any sense. I admit, I want to buy one just so I can play that Rayman game. You can play it over here. That's right. I'll we, just we, borrow, we, borrow Bill's Wii U because guess what? what? You're not going to as little it. as
0: exactly. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: The two-player productions Double Fine Amnesia Fortnite Blu-ray set just went on for sale. It comes with all eight prototypes for $30. Oh, wait. The Blu-ray is $30? That's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, the Blu-ray set. Yeah.
1: And you can pre-order a $50 set with five goofy retro game slipcases signed by the Fortnite's five project leaders. That Amnesia Fortnite stuff, man, it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, I still haven't watched the documentary on that. I only watched it. I wish I could play the game so I could see exactly what they're talking about.
1: Oh, well, I mean, it's about, div- I mean, if you haven't watched any of it, it's not like, it, it's, oh, it's know, literally I know, I know. just like the first episode is then, like, l- like the first time they're in a room together. What's neat about Amnesia Fortnite, it's the first time I've even, and I'm even comparing this to Double Fine Productions. Because mm-hmm. with like the Double Fine Adventure, to some degree, they can't necessarily be as transparent as they might you know, know to some degree whereas with with the amnesia Fortnite, you literally see them awkwardly Every in their first the table, meeting yeah. you see like maybe this person is a great leader and like that and this that is <laughs> it's, it's actually very i i only watched the first couple episodes but i really how much content them.
0: how how like you pieced together all those and documentaries i think it's
1: like an hour a day and they really? did it for 10 days oh jesus christ it's a big because i know well, it looks like
0: it's two blu-ray discs so that's a lot of yeah. video content at least yeah, yeah.
1: So, God bless them. That's weird, yeah, because
0: it doesn't seem to be... There's no DVDs. It's just either you That's buy a download... It's Blu-ray. Or you just buy the Blu-ray box package that yeah. comes with digital downloads for all the Well, you could argue that either
1: way you're getting high definition because, like, with the DVD, you, you're actually getting less than what the yeah, digital download point, is yeah. in terms of quality.
0: Well, yeah, no, this box set seems really, really cool. Yeah, hey, uh, pre-orders are up now. I don't know when the actual thing comes out, but pre-orders are open now. That's what I'm saying. Do you have five months, maybe, to pre-order your your, your drink figure? God. Just throw that
1: out there, man. Oh, my God. Do I want to pay $63? If I were to do it, $35 now, now, $63 a month. And as I'm saying, you don't have a pet. <laughs> I have two
0: pets! Oh, that's right. You don't have a dog. You don't have a dog,
1: you get the statue. Therefore, in other but... news, Anita Sarkeesian will finally start airing episodes of her Tropes Versus Women in Games video series next month.
0: It's so weird that a Star Wars character... As a woman in trolls video. Anita Sarkeesian really did. I keep on calling her Rita Skeeter.
1: <laughs> the remaining 3D conversion. We're not going is... to talk about that. It's going to air. How controversial she is. I, Do I think, think it's all bullshit. What? Her videos? The people picking on her for, 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 for having to deal with waves <laughs> of bullshit from the internet. I still
0: think her TikTok where she just came out and said, I got bullied online. Well, I'm going to go now. That was kind of weird, because there's only a 10-minute TED Talk, too. I've seen other people. I'm just saying. The remaining I thought you... I thought then she was going to talk about the video. And then right when she got to the point where I thought she was going to talk, talk about a video project, No, it's she about
1: said... bullying. That's what that TED Talk is about, Bill. Was That's thinking... what TED Talks but are. I was, I was, I was... It's not a commercial. <laughs>
0: That's true, too. No, but I always think TED Talks are going to be about, like, here's the thing I made, or here's the thing I did, not just, like, well, this is what happened to me.
1: Well, it's about, it's about about it's about human experience. Period.
0: Man... Steve Jobs had a TED Talk word, so he was like, man, this mustard on the sandwich I got was terrible.
1: <laughs> You're a dick. I'm moving on. See, I didn't want to talk about this because I d- guess what I don't want to talk about with you. I like any of the Sarkeesian. I just, I, I
0: funded the Kickstarter. I'm just curious yeah. to see what these videos are going to look like. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. curious too. I just think it, it's just, it's just. She got so much money though. Like each one should star like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like there should be some kind of like.
1: Be yeah, movie how star, much she money like, did she have to spend on her website? Just, how much money she had to spend on like whatever goddamn protection she she's had to do? hired Tina
0: Fey to be her her, her boom mic man. She's got that kind of money.
1: Anyway, the remaining 3D conversions of the Star Wars movies, or at least the prequels, Ugh. have been canceled. That was abrupt. I thought it was interesting. It was like literally like Disney owns it less than ten. I'm minutes. surprised it
0: took them like six months after the sale of uh, Star Wars to Disney. Uh, I'm surprised it took them this long to pull the.
1: I guess they didn't
0: want it like the moment the, the, the ink is dry on the contract, saying eh, no one wants to see the prequel shit. Yank that shit out of theaters. Yep. I'm assuming they must have stopped the conversion process. Yeah. Because why well, spend you know an extra six months like oh, well we're, we're we're the the Attack of the Clones arena battle. Well, I guess we' better keep on making this three d. well, and I never... imagine
1: there' was probably more legal technicalities too, because they probably still had a contract to distribute those through Fox. Yeah,
0: it's a, that's another th- yeah, issue. So too, I'm
1: sure yeah. all of that bullshit. I'm sure n- Disney had to pay Fox to yeah, cancel it, although like they only
0: said that the prequel three d releases are 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 cancelled. Not. they didn't say anything about the classic films specifically. you can pretty much assume that they're all canceled now. yeah, but they they, they didn't they did not say anything specifically. I mean, if like they're gonna, it would actually be a smart idea to come out with the original trilogy, like as like a little lead up to the new yeah, movies the new coming one. out. Maybe they don't have to be three D, but that'd be a great time to re release that shit to get yeah. everyone pumped about good Star Wars again. Yeah, and the, I like this. This becomes the phase where everyone starts pretending the prequels never ha- even happened, including yep. Disney. Yep. It's like, <laughs> let's not, yeah, let's not rem- remind people of midi so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is, this, Roger, is the first,
0: this is the first act of sweeping the prequels under the under the the, the carpet a little bit.
1: See, but the thing is, is that they you can't still totally do that. But... They, they don't want to. They're going to make a shit ton of money, well, off, they'll of still Darth make the money off the Dark and the Wars and stuff like yeah, that. All that they'll, bullshit. The, they'll
0: keep on pimping all the uh, satellite stuff around the prequels, but the prequels themselves, which no one likes, <laughs> they're just going to
1: be like, yeah, whatever. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Brad but, uh, Bird's film 1952 now has an official title. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. No we one know knows anything, anything more okay. about it, but yeah. yeah.
0: Huh. Well, did we talk about this on the podcast about how Damon Lindelof, he... What is the thing that Damon Lindelof was supposedly walking around Disneyland and found a briefcase full of photos and stuff? It had photos of Walt Disney in like the early 50s at the, around the time Disneyland was, was founded. And supposedly this is what gave him the idea for whatever this 1952 slash Tomorrowland movie is going to be. This sounds like bullshit marketing. You think Damon Lindahl- Lindelof is just walking around Disneyland and it just happens to find a magical briefcase full of Walt Disney's personal artifacts? Yeah. I don't know where the hell they're getting... So this sounds like this is going to be something related directly to Walt Disney himself. Mm-hmm. Something. And, like, 1952, though, I mean, that that's when he was still working on... Bill, are you on... about
1: to tell us that you licensed Dan Frank vs. the Moon Nazis? It's gonna be a Brad Bird movie called Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't about
0: that, yes! Oh, my God, okay, JJ Abrams to executive
1: <laughs> I'm making fun of Bill because Bill's abandoned webcomic and Frank vs. the Moon Nazis oh, has walked I Disney. abandoned. Uh-huh. I still have the
0: Excelsior Studios URL. <laughs> Shut up. Uh... Which yeah does feature? I forgot Walt Disney was a character. Yes, in that. he is. Yeah, and he was—he's kind of like the antagonist. That's probably not a very smart legal decision. <laughs> um.
1: what, what do you mean having Disney? Walt Disney be? <laughs> did anti- I ever name him <laughs> specifically? No, I don't think he. He, he just did. Shows, he up, shows up. He shows up. Walt Disney. Oh Jesus. Um. I think somebody may call him Walt or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oh,
0: nothing. That's legally, you know. Come on, you know. I was a little smart. It's just
1: another man with a pencil mustache named Wallace. He loves mice. Duncan Jones has signed on to make the World of Warcraft movie. Due 2015.
0: I already made the joke at him. If he needs someone to play the Goblin King in the movie, (laughs) he knows who to talk to. <laughs> Duncan <laughs> Jones being the son of David Bowie being. More
1: importantly, he made um, source code. Well, and that's moon.
0: what it's, it's it's funny now because, like I said, I've seen some people online go like, "Oh, did you know the guy who made Moon? His dad is a famous rock star." <laughs> Whereas I'm sure, they, like, uh, for most of his life, Duncan Jones has heard like, "Oh, you're David Bowie's kid. You make movies." And now yeah. it's kind of becoming into that opposite thing of, "Yeah." yeah. The moon Guy's dad is famous or was famous <laughs> a long time ago. He wore tight pants in a movie in the eighties. Yeah, that's really his dad. is sure that's not his mom. What's going on? So yeah, that just came out of the blue. Uh, yeah, just just day before yesterday, it was funny because Duncan on Twitter again more Twitter news uh, over the weekend. He was like, oh man, I'm waiting for really crazy news on Monday. I don't know. Like he was really he was fussing all weekend. He was like, I don't know how to what to do with myself because there's big 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 news. And his girlfriend's got cancer. I don't know what kind of cancer, but Aww. she's got. She's been in a big uh, 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 battle with cancer. So I assume maybe this is some some medical results coming back. And no, it turns out it was this. Whether or not he was going to get a chance to direct the World of Warcraft movie, hmm. which I guess it is the World of War. They're just calling it the Warcraft movie. Hmm. Who knows if this ever actually comes out either? Because yeah, yeah. You No know, one thing that sucks about this, if a War- Warcraft movie was ever going to come out, unless Blizzard's next MMO is still Warcraft themed. Seems like this is kinda of like the not a good time for that movie to come out. Seems like this movie especially if it doesn't come out for another two or three years. Warcraft is on the decline.
1: Has has Activision I feel like they have come out and said that it's a new Have they, they come out and said, said working, a new
0: IP? They said they're working on a new MMO, Project Titan, but they haven't said what it is or what it like. Because that's the code name.
1: If you're if I'm Activision and like what ungodly amount of their money comes from Warcraft, like what? Seventy-five percent of it, Chiller, some grotesque yeah. amount of their money comes from Warcraft. Yeah. At I'm least before Call of Duty came I'm not going to dunk that brand in the trash. I make it
0: Starcraft or something. I this don't is, care. Like, they still have a Blizzard, like yeah. I don't know.
1: But I mean, I don't know. I mean, this could be part of their whole thing, gearing up to launch the new MMO. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2015. That's not that far away for a movie. Involvement. You know, I mean, you know, for a movie like a it sounds like they're refilling it by the
0: end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's pretty. I'm not saying it's it's like no one's gonna go see it or anything. Either. No, no, I mean, my Warcraft, point is, is that it's not like the
1: Warcraft I, brand
0: is really going.
1: If anywhere. I'm a dude at Activision, I'm like, oh yeah, we'll make this movie come out with yeah. the MMO and then our names everywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be great. No, you but know? unless
0: there is, unless the next MMO is Warcraft themes, it seems like the like the best time to have released it would have been like two or three yeah. years ago rather than. Two or three years from now, unless they're saying. coming out well, with I'm a new property I'm, I'm
1: with we can saying. do cross marketing.
0: We'll find out because we have to. Oh, this is the other thing we didn't even talk about this week, but yeah, we'll actually talk about this at the end of the podcast. Is us playing World of Warcraft? Oh, God, yeah. This is this is actually super timely uh, news.
1: Epic Mickey developer Junction Point got shut down by Disney. Not surprising, but still a bummer. And Warren Spector has cut ties with Disney altogether.
0: Yeah, it sucks. They didn't make any good games. And Epic Mickey one was terrible. Yeah, I played. Did you ever play that? No. I bought it. Played it for about two hours and never touched it again. And I just heard, I heard I the camera I kept on Epic, Epic Mickey 2. Yeah, no, the controls. Well, it's it's a it's a 3D action platform where you only have one joystick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the Wiimote kind of, you know, yeah. and it's just kind of.
1: I thought it was weird that they did Epic Mickey 2 for all consoles. It's which is fine. Well, no, 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 no. I can see them trying to cover their losses, but it's weird to have, they don't have the brand recognition on other consoles. Whenever you have a game that has a two on it, that comes out on a system that didn't get one, it's kind mm-hmm. of a weird move. Like, Mass Effect is an obvious other example, but Mass Effect had a lot more, like, you know, it was Mass Effect. People actually knew what Mass Effect was.
0: It's been pointed out that it's now two weeks in a row where you've had a studio get shut down because they took a Wii-specific product yeah. and tried to break out multi-platform with THQ with the UDraw. Mm-hmm. The U-Draw was, was essentially the silver bullet that killed THQ. And Epic Mickey was essentially the game that killed. If you want to make a th- THQ
1: in comparison to something else, I was thinking about it. Majesco just shut down a lot of their operations, oh, really? and they're focusing really just on mobile shit now because their they're basketball game. And Majesco came out with a game that was a connect game, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. and you had an actual basketball, and you played. Oh, I with heard it. about that. Did and that it was come supposed out? to be actually a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it came out last fall. It came out, and they but they but retailers yeah, didn't want to all stock it. Yeah, only people could
0: use it were people who had a living room with hardwood floors. Yeah,
1: and also like retailers didn't want to stock it because it was a big fucking awkward it's box. a big Fucking tennis ball. Yeah. yeah, and also who wants you play a video game that has a basketball? Contest? It was weird from the start. It's but loud. Majesco spent like a shit ton of money. Oh on no, these. so this is like so it draw. killed. Yeah. Oh, it's a weird time Man, for games. Man, video games.
0: No anyone. Speaking of which, this is not entirely just a video game podcast. Yes, it is. What this week, we soon... just need to
1: accept it. Uh,
0: sorry, guys. If you are do to video games. as we
1: mentioned before, Graham McTavish teased another Uncharted game on Twitter. We'll see. Frank Darabont claimed that Rockstar was ready to sue, quote, the living shit out of him and everyone else who had ever worked in Hollywood, unquote, if they continued to call Darabont's new TV show L.A. Noire. So it's now been retitled Lost Angels.
0: Kind of a... St- yeah, no. sounds like an NPC like melodrama. Yeah,
1: it does. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's it's funny because yeah, you got Ter who never seemed to have heard of Rockstar or Alien War before yeah. this, which is kind of you think somebody would like. See, a my lawyer seem like you'd out. exactly.
1: You think that you just do a Google search. Yeah. What is the first thing you do before when you come up with a name the for the show. To be fair, I registered Indoorkids.com. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: for our first thing. Before I Googled well, Indoor then, Kids Podcast. We found out
0: Indoor Kids was a podcast and I was like, they can't be that big. Maybe we could still steal it. And like turns out, like I think the week we started our podcast, they had like Tim Schafer or somebody like on their podcast. I'm like, no, we're never gonna steal back indoor kids. Um, oh dear. But yeah, so but then uh Rockstar came out and they were like, We have never threatened Frank Darabont. We have yeah. not Frank Darabont.
1: Yeah. but we are
0: protective of our stuff. Don't <laughs> have fun with us.
1: That's why Frank Darabont changed his show's name to Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well,
0: did you see Grand Theft Auto got pushed back to September?
1: Well, I didn't think it got pushed back. I thought it got announced for September.
0: Well, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't think it ever got... I think everyone is expected to come out in May just because that's when last Grand Theft Auto came out. That's when uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption came out. Yeah. That's when L.A. War came out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, not that it got pushed back, but... Well, although I think even Rockstar themselves said... It sounds like it was on track to be released in May because they said it needed extra time. Yeah, they said it had been delayed by a couple months, and th- which was resulting in the September. release. I've been
1: playing more Bully lately, and it made me realize how much I don't want to play another Grand Theft Auto game.
0: Well, just because you want like the specialty games, you don't want the. the no, no, GTA no, no, not not not
1: that I necessarily want another Bully game. I would like that though. I don't know what they could do. I was thinking about that as I'm playing this. I mean, other than refining what Bully is, oh, I don't know how another Bully. But um. No, I just like because it's all that dumb rock star sense of humor.
0: Well, yeah, and like their their sense of humor and their skill in writing has never really evolved that much.
1: See, but I really I liked the writing in Max Payne, and I liked the writing yeah, in Red well, and Dead Grand Redemption. Th Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto, like yeah. Well, like, Grand Theft Auto always has a juxtaposition of the core kind of serious story with weird joke it's elements. Super
0: fucking juvenile, like blah, 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 <laughs> like you're supposed to yeah. like, I- On one hand, really care about what's happening to these characters. Plus. Yeah. They're working for a, a pizza. Like, they're delivering pizzas for, like, fuck my pussy pizza or yeah. something like that. It's... it's like that
1: have your cake and eat it too. And playing Saints Row, Saints Row went all in. To the goof.
0: Yeah, they never try to pretend you're really gonna care about these characters. They just. want But to blah. in the
1: end, I did wind up caring about the characters. Whereas it Grand Theft Auto, I really liked Nico Bellic, but his arc is dumb. That's what I'm saying. They, they and they're, at the end of they're it, I not felt very cheated. good at
0: actually like they're not good with characters.
1: See, I think they are, but they're they're well, they, just no. they're not in Grand Theft Auto. I don't think they're consistent with the follow through. It's like they they do a good job of developing these characters, and they do them a disservice. But I mean, I like
0: know. I like Grand Theft Auto games. I like I even like the characters like. CJ and his whole Odyssey in San Andreas was fantastic I I, I like that but I, I, yeah I, I guess I shouldn't be saying that they're terrible with characters but yeah well I guess I'm, I'm pretty much we're, we're with circling you. around
1: the same thing it's yeah. like I just in playing because bully I really like bully but bully especially because it's about ki- like kids and stuff at school and stuff yeah. like it's just it's just like a chuckle fest like throughout like chuckle they're fest. they're dumb boy humor Rockstar chuckle fest yeah it's like you know uh Like I I did a mission last night in in Bully where, you know, you go to the, the um the lunch lady and she's stirring a soup for, or stirring a big pot of food for lunch. And she's coughing and spitting in it and everything like that. And, and you walk in and she's like, hey, you have a try. And you go over and spit in it. It's just this weird, like, dumb joke. And it, it gets, I mean, and stuff she gets, and I, I realize I don't care about that from Rockstar. They're adults. Especially after having paid, like, Max Payne was not a perfect game. And it's not like the writing was that great. Mm-hmm. But it was intelligent enough. And it was pretty much you know bald it was like pretty much straightforward about it and Rockstar Rockstar or, uh, not Rockstar Red Dead Red Dead had its share of goofy elements but it was probably uh, you...
0: more towards actual like yeah like, like actual character in writing and writing like you could never that, that have... was actually trying to get you invested exactly and it wasn't I felt fucking like around so
1: they're they've been maturing with those two titles they're, they're those two and two the, Yeah, and then the I don't want the to they keep on coming back to
0: like the and Here's I know the it's because restaurant name Here's it's the, the game
1: they they're gonna sell five million copies of that'll Allow them to make another whatever the fuck, yeah. but I just don't. I don't. I, Although supposedly
0: know. they're going to be more ambitious with this next game because what it's supposed to have like three different protagonists in which you're supposed to be cross cutting between the different stories. Supposedly,
1: which will be a nice way to spice up the whole Grand Theft Auto formula.
0: Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they're going to be maybe they'll switch up some other things. But yeah, if it's just the same old goddamn tired like jokey. Like stupid like mad magazines. Like sub magazines. That's
1: part of what Grand uh, Theft Auto is.
0: I know, but it doesn't always have to the, the the Grand Theft Auto franchise as we know it is is, is it's it's like ten or twelve years old now. No. They're like let it like let it grow up a little fucking bit. Come on guys. We'll 2013.
1: Okay, Again, this is me slagging on something that I haven't even seen yet. Maybe we'll get it and I'll describe yeah, this. Yeah. Well. well, yeah. They
0: have, we'll be you talking know... about, oh, this is a, this is a, our pick of 2013's yeah. best game of the year. And ultimately, but, yeah. Grand
1: Theft Auto games are fun because they know what they are to some degree. But yeah. I, would, I would like to see a Grand Theft Auto game with a little more maturity to it. Doesn't it doesn't hurt that I would still take not.
0: another Red Faction or another Saints Row or even a good crackdown over another Grand Theft Auto game any day of the week at this point. But, yeah. Yeah, that's neither here nor there.
1: Uh, 30 Rock is getting his own Ben and Jerry's flavor. The flavor to be announced during the 30 Rock finale.
0: Which we missed. Actually, I can Google that right now. I was going to say, it just
1: ended, Bill, so get to Googling. While you're Googling, I'm going to read the next note. Um, Apple... What should it
0: be? <sighs> That's a conversation killer.
1: I'm trying to think of a pun.
0: I know. I'm trying to think of any jokes. From... Well, I'm typing, but... Uh, okay, let's see. Um... What?
1: I'm really trying to think of a pun. Is this something involving lemon? What?
0: Liz Lemon Greek frozen yogurt.
1: Really? What? That sounds nasty. <laughs> lemon Greek
0: frozen yogurt with a blueberry lavender swirl. Ew. <laughs> well, fuck that up. All
1: them active cultures are so good for my lady regions.
0: <laughs> it could have been- <laughs> Thank you, Liz it Lemon. Been, it could have been Kenneth's like beaver garlic- <laughs> liver crunch yeah. or something. Maybe
1: they want to make something you can actually sell. Is <laughs> the difference. Green frozen
0: yogurt. That's no! There that's
1: not... know. Let's see, what else?
0: Man, Benajarius, you fucking up.
1: Apple is supposedly negotiating with HBO yeah. to make HBO Go a channel on its Apple TV service. So whether this means that you'd need the ridiculously expensive HBO subscription to make any use of HBO Go channels still remains to be seen. I can't imagine it's going to be different, any different than it is on the PS3 and the Xbox where it's just a some a channel that you can go to and you have to link it to your HBO Go account.
0: That would be the first thing on Apple TV, though.
1: No. Major League Baseball, Netflix. Oh, Hulu Netflix, Plus, that's true, too. Hulu Plus. But if it's exactly with all the... Like, I don't see what the, what the
0: news would be then. Because, like, you can still... It's going to be on Apple. You can use HBO Go on other devices. Yeah, but it's going to be on Apple. Nah. I mean, I, I still don't... I don't have any problem paying for HBO content. But, yeah, they... they're that, A subscription to that stuff is fucking crazy expensive, though. Yeah. Again, it's it's... It's the high price of bullshit justifying torrenting shit, where it's like, I, I want to watch Game of Thrones, I don't want to have to like buy a year subscription for You like, just do what I do, you
1: have a friend who has HBO, I who know, doesn't use HBO Go, does. and I'll pay him 10 bucks a but month for the their shit HBO Go I will gladly yes. buy those episodes off of my head. But, they're, but they're it's not, premium that's, content, that's all
0: the point. That, they're justifying that's why you shouldn't get a subscription to HBO, but man, come on.
1: Uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is is nothing.
0: No one's ever talked about before.
1: (gasps) What? Bill, is this why you were telling me to not read ahead? What? Eva Green will be the titular dame to kill for in Sin City Two. Yeah. Ah! Which I will torrent that movie now. (laughs) Oh come on! Robert Rodriguez <laughs> has a good time. He's a he's a Did dumb filmmaker. Uh, City. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. I can't remember
0: anything about it. Oh, All I remember I know is a guy with fucking gross. On his
1: face. Yeah, fucking gross. Uh, Elijah dude. Wood.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: is he eating people? I, I think he is a cannibal. I remember you. you uh, what's his name? Marv chops off his arms and limbs. And oh, he
0: by dogs.
1: And I remember Brittany Murphy and then Bruce Willis. I don't remember. Like, I, don't remember. I I yeah. I have a Green, though. Have
0: a Green. Man? If if you're gonna have a movie called "A Day to Die For," it
1: or "A Day e- to Kill For," "A Day yeah. to Kill For." Uh, yeah, evergreen Green ain't bad. And also, her face just lends itself to that kind of style.
0: She's gonna be fantastic in that movie. I'm not a big fan of Robert Rodriguez or the Sin City movie yeah. stuff in in general, but that's a great fucking.
1: And she's kind of smoky and kind of like yeah, oh, dude. What? She's she's kind of was built to be a film noir dame.
0: Yeah, and this is like she's never been in a film noir project yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll I'll, I, I, yeah,
0: like I said, I'll wait for it to come. I'll, I'll wait for her clips to come up on YouTube someday and just jerk off to that. Then, <laughs> there you uh, go.
1: The next Muppet oh, movie. Well, did you see the
0: thing where? Uh, Sony announced uh, Skyfall is coming out on Blu-ray next Tuesday. <laughs> what? This is the shortest turnaround between announcement or product hitting shelves. They announced this week that uh, everyone knew it was coming out sometime this spring. You know, yeah. Skyfall on Blu-ray DVD and stuff. But yeah, they're like, it's coming out in less than two weeks. Uh, no, uh February 12th. Which hmm. is a week from Tuesday. Wow. That's kind of less than two weeks from the announcement. I mean, essentially, all these DVDs and Blu-rays are sitting in, in, in the warehouses, ready being shipped out to stores. It's so weird that they would wait till, like, last minute. They're probably, gonna, they're probably trying to get it out early in time for, like, Oscar stuff or something Maybe. like that. But, yeah. yeah, it was kind of, like, really, like, wow, that's a quick turnaround. All right. I'll watch that two weeks from now. Yep. Yeah, so. No Ava Green, but what are you going to
1: do? <laughs> what are you going to do? The next Muppet movie is called Weirdly Muppets again, and involves <laughs> a diamond you... heist in Europe, just like the last Muppet movie to take place in Europe. Yeah, I really like the Great Muppet Caper. If they're gonna riff on anything, the Great Muppet Caper was my favorite Muppet it's movie when I was a kid. Movie. It's the I love Diana Rig. I love what's his butt being sexually attracted <laughs> to Miss Piggy. I love his socks. <laughs> I love
0: Janice talking about being nude on the beach and everyone to else To be fair, that's quiet. in almost all of the movies.
1: I know. I love the whole... the what I can't remember the name of the, the swimming person who did it originally, but the whole swimming sequence with Miss Piggy in the pool. I love
0: the picture... It's because Fozzie and Kermit are supposed to be brothers. Yes, and you see their dad. picture <laughs> like of like the a dish. weird
1: green bear with the necroph yeah you got Muppets
0: getting through that airplane.
1: <laughs> no, so now I just want to watch the Green Muppet Caper.
0: Yeah, Miss Piggy calling up a magic. You wall. know, it
1: would be great. You know, the only way I could, would really love this movie is if they got Diana Diana Rigg in it.
0: And she's still around. She's, she's still be kicking. The new Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Is they she? Brought- you didn't hear about that? Who's that Rick gonna be in Game of Thrones? Uh, house, uh, who's the flowery house? Seriously? Is she gonna be the conniving grandmother who controls everybody? Yeah, the, the, the mother of, uh, uh, of, of alien face titty chick. <laughs> Bill... Bill. That was Bill. Wait, when they put out the the the, the press the, like the, the photos see, of the guy's Mance Raider and everything. Yeah. She's one of the characters they put out. She's old. Wait, do you see a picture of her? Yeah. What? There's, Am- there's a photo of, her of Diana Rigg in Game of Thrones what? bullshit.
1: What? Hold on a second. Hold the podcast. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh my god. Hold. On. I love Diana Rake. As I'm looking this up, I as a kid also, I was obsessed with the Avengers, the original of Avengers. Emma Peel is one of my favorite characters. Did you hear about their
0: uh, they're changing the casting of Joffrey too? Joffrey will now be played by Eva Green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard the joke truck backing up. Wah 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 wah.
0: So yeah, no, that's that's. I thought you heard about that because yeah, no, we, we only talked about the guy who was playing Mance Raider. Yeah, yeah, but we, I knew I didn't about, talk that. about The other guys. Me- oh, and um. The kid from Doctor Who—you didn't see that episode, so you don't care about this kid. What but the kid, kid from Doctor who? There was uh, a child actor from Doctor Who who almost played Tintin in the Steven Spielberg Peter Jackson Tintin movie. Um,
1: oh, Andrew Bell.
0: Is that is him? that his name?
1: Yeah. He was in about a boy.
0: Maybe that's the same kid.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I only know him from Doctor Who. He actually was one of the uh, David Tennant's best episodes. It's which is also the same episode where the guy who plays, uh, who's um Daenerys' brother. He was also in that episode.
1: Oh, man, Diana Rigg looks badass.
0: So Gareth Thorns. That starts up in a month.
1: Oh, my God. Gareth Burns. Was that too much? Wait, months? it starts in a month. Mu- no, it's in March, right? End of March. So yes. too much. Now I'm too excited.
0: <laughs> <Stop>. within, <laughs> I need to go take the a next walk, two months.
1: I need to come down. So now whenever I see game, uh, Diana Rigg, I think of her in extras. In extras, they- I never saw that they did a thing with it's like thing it's with- like a Harry Potter thing, yeah. It's it's the Richard Gervais thing where he's like. He's, he's like... Or it's Patrick know. Stewart. On the grass. Exactly, where it's like the act. he's like an extra. Yeah. They're, they do one where he's basically in a Harry Potter movie, and Daniel Cliff, or Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is all cocksure, it's like talking about what's bang chicks. Yeah. And like, he's trying to talk all smooth, clearly trying to get laid, and there's a point where he has a condom, and he accidentally flips away, and it lands on, on Diana Riggs, like, jacket, because she's the, the, um, uh... Maggie Smith character yeah. obviously she's the mechanical and, and he and he just looks at her and he says something along the lines of can I have a condom and she just looks at him and goes it's not a condom it's a prophylactic condom <laughs> is the brand man
0: I saw this animated gif being passed around of it's Patrick Stewart and he's asleep oh yeah
1: Okay, now that we talked about what we saw on Twitter, let's talk about what we saw on Tumblr. Is anime animated gift corner. <laughs> you have to talk about it in a gift because that's our header <laughs> for the episode. Bill, if you don't talk about animated gift, then what else are we going to put? Boy, a
0: podcast episode sixty-seven, acting. I <laughs> love oh, Patrick Stewart so much. Oh, you, you! We need to have a lemon party, where it's you and Diana De- Rigg Rig, and me. And Patrick Stewart. Oh,
1: nope. And what? Re- Bill's next note. This Read is it out loud. Like Amy Poehler and write book. book- <laughs> Amy Poehler book writes. Yeah, she's writing a book? Yeah. Which oh, was right. this news broke
0: Just as I was finishing up. Tina uh, Fey's Bossy Pants where she spends half the book talking about Amy
1: Poehler's yeah. dick in the, even in Mindy Kaling's book she very briefly sucks Amy Poehler's dick I this is like really Amy interesting Polar. because Amy Poehler is the most private, like a really private person, she doesn't really talk about herself for her life so I wonder what her book will be didn't she break up with her yeah, oh she yeah broke you broke learned up and, Yeah, gave her time to write a book But I think they had two or three kids maybe together maybe they
0: broke up because she took nude photos for her own book <laughs> Book titled
1: Amy Poehler's oh. nude photo book. <laughs>
0: That's right. Oh my god, the audio book. She's for like,
1: that? well what did you think oh you're signing god. up for?
0: I missed the last couple of episodes of Parks and Recreation. Oh, I had to tell you about last ep- last week's episode of Parks Ronald- and Recreation, where Ron wants to out and says, "I, I, I did love watch nothing.
1: it." I bought, I bought it, and I watched yeah. it. It was kind of great. I love all TV. TV. Um, yeah, I love Amy TV. Amy Puller,
0: man. Hurry up and write that book. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send Tina Fey an email saying, "I want to have your baby." P.S. If Amy Puller needs help with her book.
1: Hey, you know what? Amy Puller is single, Bill.
0: If she needs help drawing a poster that is a map. <laughs> A Pawnee. <laughs>
1: then you're you're ready. Oh man, Bill. Okay, there's something that would sell no copies, but I would really like a map of Pawnee. That well, would be what great. What would be
0: on there? There'd be like the heart,
1: the little Sebastian be... Memorial, and Perkins' house, the waffle place that Leslie. There would be six sites. You yeah. could do all of the places that she hides the her oh, actually, her hints on the yeah. for um what was it for, on oh, their anniversary. Man. You can do. There are a lot of locations. You could do the pit. You know. Yeah. Did they
0: fill, fill in the pit eventually? They did.
1: Well, now, in this season, they want to turn it into a park. Yeah. That's the whole... Or, or like or, excuse me, they remember because the guy was like, no, we're going to turn it into a fast food joint. And, like yeah. That's the conflict. Oh, that's right. That's actually, yeah. and, uh, April wants to turn it into a dog park. And, Perkins. and And Perkins. And Perkins. Uh, aw. The last of the Andrews sisters died this week. Patty Andrews, age 88, died in Northridge, California, after calling a gang member a horny toot humblebug during a traffic altercation, she was shot 97 times. Something tells me that this is facetious, Bill. You know what she died of? She died of
0: being 88 years old. I was to say.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. I tried to find out how she died. All I know she was she 88 died of and she, old. Died. Yeah, yeah. she died. Yeah, she died of being born like she 1937 died of
1: being or whatever elderly was. That's fine.
0: Yeah, Andrew sisters. Between that and didn't someone else die last week? That was something-something. <laughs> there was a the lady who sung and danced in front of the airplane.
1: In front of the airplane? Yeah. What was that from? Am I having a daydream? I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. <laughs> there
0: was a lady who sung and danced in front of an airplane in an old thing. What? <laughs> I'm having a stroke right now. People Did you no. see the uh, the color footage of the Three Stooges on Atlantic City Boardwalk in 1938? No, that showed up on YouTube this week. It's just kind of curious to see like 1930s color footage of the yeah. They're they're both like hounding some girl for two minutes on the boardwalk, real quick. But yeah, no, the Andrew Sisters. Uh, the if 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 you've ever listened to uh, I can't remember if their songs are originally on the Fallout Three soundtrack or uh, just because I was listening to your Fallout Three soundtrack the whole time playing the game. Mm -hmm. But uh, Andrew Sisters, if you like Fallout music, they are essentially. They are hardcore Fallout uh, Music fighter.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, for some they reason. They bugle
0: boy I'm... of Company B. Well, shit. they did, they did, yeah, everything. It's
1: yeah. the Andrews sisters, man. And they They're fought great. fought each
0: other forever.
1: My favorite dumb uh, YouTube clip of the Andrews sisters is them singing the song called, um, what is it called, Three Jerks in a Jeep? <laughs> which I just love that that's the song. It's like, there's chorus. Write it? They don't, I don't think they wrote any of their music, my friend. They sang arrangements. Which,
0: weirdly, in the 60s, they did reunite for a song called Three Homos on a Hot Air Balloon, which did not go over so well. Oh, they were beal. really conservative.
1: Anyway, man, the Inner Sisters. I had a, uh, a wild hair this week. I found myself furtively putting together a um track uh, like a, a playlist and i realized i was making myself a fallout playlist. Again, <laughs> it was like cab calloway I'm and bang crosby listening? well i wasn't really being conscious about yeah, it i was like, like sounds, sounds good at the moment and yeah. i'm you know i'm like oh shit i'm making a and playlist for another soul. fallout playthrough i can yeah. see i don't know it but i am
0: you gotta wait for them to come out with another fallout game to justify another fallout preview
1: Oh, play Whatever. Oh, this just happened while I was taking the ba- Go to the bathroom during <laughs> our break. Um. Uh. Uh. Bethesda. Bethesda released soundtracks to a lot of their games on iTunes finally. So now you can go buy Skyrim and Dishonored and Morrowind oh, and Oblivion. Oh, would like buy the Skyrim
0: soundtrack. Yeah, you can buy it on iTunes now. Well, they now. had, a, so they had a, like a four-disc Sky, uh, Skyrim soundtrack. You could was only CD. It was like a CD pre-order straight from Bethesda. You
1: could still buy it. Well, it's straight from The Musician. You could still buy it, but it's four CDs. do <laughs> so not it's like, bad. I don't, oh, yeah, but I'm like, I don't want... I was like instant gratification. I, let me put it this way. The number of times that I went looking for it went, oh, four CDs, and then didn't <laughs> order it. I like I could have ordered it and would have delivered to yeah. me. But... Oh, I
0: I can't pull up iTunes right now. But, but yeah. uh,
1: yeah, if they released that. What else happened while I was in the bathroom? I was looking at the internet. That's why it took so long in the <laughs> toilet. That's why it took me so long. I was looking at the internet. Oh uh, no, there was something else that you didn't put in the news, and I wanted to talk about shit.
0: There's always next week's
1: podcast. Do me a favor and edit this part out, as I desperately try to remember. I know you won't, but I'm gonna ask you to. Uh... <laughs> Oh, um, uh, uh, Bobby Roberts and, uh, Court announced another, they're doing another podcast. I wanted to make a joke about this because did you see they're ripping us off, Bill? Oh, yeah! So these are local podcasters. They're recording
0: in a basement while you eating <laughs> Japanese snacks. <laughs>
1: No, they, uh... They, I wanted, I wanted guys... to wait
0: till I listened to the first episode to see exactly what... I know they talk no, I about know. what kind of podcast it is. I'm
1: being a dick. Oh, but no, yeah. they they had done a daily podcast, or it was a radio show, and they did a daily podcast like an hour, 45 minutes a day for, gosh, years. We talked about it a little bit in the past. But yeah, they just announced, I think the first episode is launching this week, yeah. called um, uh, In That Whole Thing, or something along those lines? Yeah,
0: something, and, uh, yeah.
1: The first episode is launching, but it's gonna be a weekly hour long, a little more structured than podcast. Because the yes. old podcast was
0: kind of like ours, where it's two guys just talking. So about basically, it,
1: right? if you took their old podcast and their new podcast and mushed it together, it sounds like they make boy <laughs> God
0: damn, because this sons is of
1: disjointed bullshit, which you can't get anywhere else on the internet. What
0: I like the fact that they're still moving forward, they're still podcasting, they're still working together. Yeah. But they're—it sounds like they're trying to. Shake a little bit of the bro morning radio DJ image they had. Yeah, which was well, no name. longer Court and Fat Boy. Boy. Yeah,
1: now you can be Bobby Roberts. God bless. Oh, him.
0: I was watching uh, some old Thirty Rock episodes last week, and they were making fun of like, well, it's 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 the first time they go on the local radio station. It's like Goober and the Gooch or something like yeah. that. It's like Larry and the Gooch.
1: Oh yeah. And they're on and, uh, like, no, on, on Parks and Recreation it's the douche. That's no, what isn't it is. It? It's like and I, I think, think the douche was hitting on you. I, and I
0: think Ralph's <laughs> monster somebody else starts making fun of like starts rallying off in the lists of other like morning DJ crews and they all have that like it's a formula of one normal guy name and then some guy who's the gooch, the goosh, the douche. Yeah. Or like fat boy, fart boy, you know, some kind of like weird like so I could see why they wanna like that, that that's kind of formulate name. I could see if why they I, would switch. If from I'm an adult man, maybe
1: I don't want to be called cool fat boy anymore. I can understand that. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited that they're coming back and they're gonna no, be on yeah, the podcast. No. It's okay, gonna be good good. Well, for it them.
0: sounds like they recorded today and the first episode's gonna be tomorrow, and I think they're gonna yeah. be updating on Fridays. sure. Yeah, it's gonna sure. be a weekly thing. I read their I read their uh, uh their mantra about what they're gonna be doing, whatever.
1: So, yeah, the they're good guys and they deserve our No.
0: Oh yeah, Courtney fat boy, especially Bobby Roberts. He's Bobby a, Roberts
1: has been a sweetheart to us more he, than once. No, he
0: has been. A, he, he's one of the nicest guys in Portland. He genuinely he's is. He's a total and sweetheart. They're both music. smart guys. He does guys. a bunch of DJ remixing stuff under the Fat Boy name. So I hope he keeps that just long enough to still keep on doing. He said he would. Stuff. He
1: said if he ever wanted to post remixes, he was again, kind of do down on himself.
0: He was like, I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. But if yeah. I do, I'll still be fat boy. I'm like, yeah, I'd be fat boy. Do more remixes. Why the fuck
1: not? Yeah, yeah. God bless. So everybody, this is the Boy Heidi podcast. We had a little. Th- Feedback? Was Hannah mad at you for spoiling Django? Did that happen? Yeah,
0: which I'm kind of confused because I was kind of priding myself on the fact that we didn't talk about Django too much outside of our Django spoiler cast.
1: Maybe, well, we, knowing us, Bill, we probably did. Actually, probably when we were talking. Didn't we talk last week about the Django figures?
0: We talked about selling black people dolls.
1: Did we talk about. What happened sure, to the ending? Surely, surely we spoiled. You know I must Django. have let slip
0: something because I was consciously trying not to spoil that movie. Because I know we do have people over in the UK or just people here in the states who are just lazy yeah. or have small children; they can't get out of the movie theater very, uh, uh, very soon. But um, yeah, that sucks. I officially apologize for that, Hannah Groff,
1: uh, uh, beloved listener. Sid uh, riffing on our ongoing. From up on Poopy Hill, riff. <laughs> we just wanted to do no
0: one else from up on Poopy Hill. fact
1: that anyone can get through it long enough to terribly record a podcast <laughs> to don't get to that. that joke. Sid, you were in a very special place in hearts. Sid simply tweeted, "From Muppet Poopy Hill, from <laughs> Studio Snively, directed by Ghost Dad." <laughs>
0: oh God. From up on. God bless you, Sid. I still say from up on Poppy Hill. You can't say that without sounding like your Rasta. From up on Poppy Hill.
1: My dear friend from high school and beyond, uh, I know her as Bob. she probably doesn't go by that name anymore, she's probably now just Jessica, like an adult, uh, did say that she would start a Horde character just for us, even though she hates all of them just to see Annie play World of Warcraft. Well, I
0: want to talk about this because a uh, podcast listener, Grumpy Turtle, he sent me a scroll of resurrection, which will resurrect my character on... It sounds like I can rebirth my character... On another server as a different class, so I'll uh, i still have Juki, except he won't be a dwarf. I can make yeah. him a uh, cow person or something <laughs> like that. Though Jessica
1: did also point out that um uh we could be pandas.
0: We would have to pay for the uh, or Pandaria the pandas.
1: Thing. Is that for pay? I think that, an I think it
0: might be like ten, but twenty.
1: I'm not spending like any that. money. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, that would be my the... rule to be free. Without like, like, like the unfortunate thing, uh, with if I uh do resurrect my character, that bumps me up to level eighty automatically. If I uh, that's that's part of the bonus of the Scroll of Resurrection, which is great. Really? Except for yeah. wait, regardless of what level you were originally, yeah, which is like level thirty or something.
1: Wow, like that. that's crazy. The
0: only downside. Is that means suddenly I'll have to get a paid subscription because World of Warcraft is only free for levels twenty and under. I think my Mm. character may be only like level twenty or it's right on the threshold. Uh, So if I did use that character, like they do give you seven days of free. Play, yeah, but we'd have to play free before I. St- I don't want to. Ha- I wouldn't mind throwing out fifteen bucks so we could play like you know. Oh well, it sounds like we can't more. play
1: World of Warcraft. No, too bad. I not to do this. I
0: downloaded no, okay. the twenty-three gig client last oh, night.
1: Bill, don't do it. And,
0: well, I was gonna like I just wanted to see what the status of my character was. Yeah. I d- it's down. I can tell you right now, it.
1: my computer's too garbage to to no, play World of Warcraft, Warcraft runs right now. Almost anything. I was surprised. My computer has less than a gig of data free. <laughs> That's one of the many re- problems with my computer right now.
0: Oh I see, so this is your way of backing out of this World of Warcraft number <laughs> Well Warcraft. no, I, I
1: need I need to get a new computer. It was what I my uh, goal so was to get to one one for my Annie birthday. A brand new computer? No, stop it, shut up. No, what I was gonna propose for Boy Howdy video game night, realistically we're not gonna get more than a couple of people to play at one time. No matter how well we organize it, they just announced this week the DLC, the long rumored DLC for the Scott Pilgrim video game, which has an Ooh. online mode. Because the Sp- Scott Scott Pilgrim video game oh, was, was a great little co-op. game. It was couch co-op, and I only oh, ever got play to play the players. first three chapters, and then I stopped. Do you have an Xbox Live? I do have it on Xbox Ooh. Live. So they announced a a, a DLC. I think it's going to come out next week.
0: Annie, we're going to play World of Warcraft. I downloaded the twenty three gigs game. <laughs> <laughs> nice even if you have to play my game we're gonna play world of warcraft
1: okay so listeners if anyone other than grumpy turtle and shuba wants to play world of warcraft with us and then i'll play it i, I swear we have to do it this week or next i week, swear but- cross my heart i swear if one other person I, I honestly, if one other person says they will play with us, then I will play World okay. We'll forgot something yeah. I it will be when I get my new computer. Scott
0: Pilgrim sounds awesome, But How much but is for the Scott sure. Pilgrim DLC?
1: I don't know. I don't know if they announced it. But you also get it also unlocks Wallace Wells as a uh, as a character.
0: I can't believe it took them this long to uh, create and release the DLC as it took as it takes the to game make and release two, a Star Wars movie. Two it came years. out in two thousand ten.
1: Yeah. Three years. Almost three years I'm old. Saying. This is ridiculous. And I know that people kept bothering Brian Lee O'Malley. And last he thought, he thought it was dead. Yeah. Because he had not heard from Ubisoft. Is that a Ubisoft game? Yeah. Distributed by Ubisoft.
0: Trying to make a uh, Assassin's Creed is terrible joke, but I can't think. I think oh, of my you know what? And... We can
1: finally use this feature of um, Xbox. They have the whole beacon thing that I never use. Oh, Literally, yeah. the point of it is to do this sort of thing. So, oh, on Xbox Live, Bill is Mr. AIDS. I am two girls, one co-op. They're on our about us page on the onboyhattypodcast.com. Send us an invite, and um, if anybody's interested in all honesty, give us a holler and we'll organize it. Yeah, I would you, love
0: to do. We're uh, usually rounds like usually runs after 6 6 or 7 p.m. uh Pacific Standard Time.
1: What we'll do is we'll have a Sunday just a Sunday where we play a game together. Bad, yeah. so. No, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, uh Hannah Graf, yeah, freaked out at us for. Uh, My boyfriend is in a bill and Deuce rage after spoiling the Django ending. Maybe a few more spoiler yeah, warnings you in the apologize
0: future. for
1: that. <laughs> like maybe the sound of a soda opening. <sighs> ah, spoilers. Exo. <laughs> bless your, bless your hug and kiss, Hannah Groff. We do not deserve Did it.
0: Did you not see Hansel and Gretel this week?
1: I haven't seen that or the Jason Statham movie. You were letting. I know.
0: last week. I know. She's crying. Is saying, I could have made an extra six bucks for us because I (laughs) home this weekend.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I know. Well, I was busy. Hey, I'm
0: going to go grab Dylan. We're going to go see Hansel and Gretel just to spite you. we like, no, we sat before Annie did. No, I have to go see him. And Dylan will be able to see it. Because I'm the the girl who walked out of ultraviolet and even I I saw Hansel
1: and Gretel before (laughs) you did, Annie. I cannot imagine if you could make Dylan McConaise go see Hansel go to Witch Dylan is
0: gay. And there is Gemma Arterton.
1: I don't know. I have not met anyone else who's attracted to Gemma Arterton. She has
0: a weird ogo. Which
1: is funny because she's just...
0: She looks like a foot.
1: Maybe it's just because she's just another hot lady in Hollywood and who cares? I can see that. There's something about it. And like I said, I've seen her in movies and barely noticed her. There's something (laughs) about her in that dumb suit. kicking butt. I'm like, okay, I don't want to go see it because in my head, it's actually interesting. So if you had to choose between a sideshow
0: collectible statue of her in that role or Nathan Drake?
1: I would choose Nathan Drake.
0: What if she had fleshy boobies?
1: Stop it. I was about to say, that, that's, that's a real got, doll. That's
0: got to be the thing in Japan where you have like female action figures that actually have like butts and boobs. That are actually oh made no, out there of, is.
1: Like... So my wife has gotten to one six scale models, right? Yeah. And most one six scale models, you know, they're super articulated. How tall is one
0: six scale? Just like foot tall? <laughs>
1: one six scale, Bill. <laughs> it's, it, it, <laughs> says in the tin Bill. I hate your face. Yes, it's about... Imagine old-school G.I. Joe's. Yeah. It's about that scale. So all these one sex scale models are super poseable, which means you can find one that have realistically sculpted bodies, but it's like, you know, they have joints and everything because they want it to be super yeah. mobile. And it's always kind of weird because it's like, you'll have a flesh base, but it's got like a wrist joint and all these things. Yeah. So there's a level of unreality there until you start looking at the lady models and they have ones that are super posable but they put like this rubberized flesh over everything so they do have squishy boobs and butts and it's seamless yeah it's really weird like skinned and plastic yeah it's fucking weird well I presume I have not seen it what like it's like they're talking "Mm, I only saw it when fully showed it to me but yeah it's fucking uncomfortable oh yeah Anyway, we were trying to wrap up you ever this seen the line fetishes banana? online
0: where it's a, it's a whole fetish of dudes just jerking off on dolls and action figures? Yeah. That's a fetish? Like, people will trade shot like pictures and videos of each other? Like, here's this, like, Ron Ma one-half action figure I just jerked off onto? Like, what? Why do you want to see how there's someone else's jizz all over an action
1: figure? That is a good point. It's not just that I like masturbating on action figures. Well, it's like I like you. to see other people masturbate. That's a good point. Is your Are you really fetishizing the voyeurism or are you fo- fo- fetishizing the um, uh, exhibitionism or is it just the magical people facing, yeah. doing both? I don't know. That's the only way that my little weird.
0: That's the only way that my little pony video I was talking about earlier could have gone worse if the guy had whipped out like Princess Celestia doll. Stop
1: it, stop it. Like, stop uh, it. Still with some how cough syrup on it. <laughs> wow, full circle. <laughs> there we go. And with that, we're boyhowdypodcast.com at Boy howdy howdy podcast, I can Podcast say it. <laughs> at Boy howdy Podcast on the Twitters. Yeah, seriously, let's let's have a gaming night. Y'all let us know. Yeah. And uh, Bill has had fun playing online with Maxwell Motley. I played... And
0: Grumpy Turtle. He still has that castle... That, that I was about to say, I played
1: briefly with Grumpy Turtle on Minecraft on Xbox. To you did. See. Remember Bill interrupted the whole podcast while I looked at Boy Howdy Tom? Oh, on my
0: game. I thought you meant he did it at home. Oh, no. I, no. I want to play with him some more because he built
1: that whole world for us. It's awesome. And I was only in there for like half an hour. Yeah, it's awesome. Do I, y'all boy howdy listeners have enriched my life in a very real way. You guys very, are very, fantastic. Real. You guys are all amazing we'll let's start for listening to our bullshit. Oh,
0: I played a little more uh, Guns of Icarus with Maxwell Motley too. Yeah. I threw myself off the ship a whole bunch of times. <laughs> I realized you could walk off onto the prow of the ship yeah. without falling if you do it very delicately and so she took like screen caps of me like titanicking my way through the skies.
1: Well done
0: Bill. Yeah. So that's that's, the, that's what we have to say this week.
1: <laughs> Alright friends we'll talk to y'all next week I do we have to do a tiny little plug. Last week we did release a new episode of the lady like book club with our discussion of battle scars it is a terrible recording when's but the
0: next, when's the next episode
1: next friday we will have a little mini so the mm-hmm. schedule of lady like book club is once uh every two weeks we have a new episode um we'll enter we'll go between a little mini where it's more boy howdy like structure, where it's just 20 just minutes should, of us riffing and then a full length uh, episode two weeks after that
0: and, and the way things are going now it sounds like a uh, boy we will be updating on fridays now rather than saturdays yes
1: so it's a brave new world, friends. Thank you for joining us in it. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next week.
2: Of all the boys I've known and
0: I've known some Until I first met you, I was lonesome And when you came inside, dear, my heart grew light And the whole world seemed new to me
2: You're really swell, I have to admit you Deserve expressions that really fit you And so I've racked my brain, hoping to explain All the things that you do to me by me a fist shame, please let me explain. By me a fist to shame, means you're grand. By me a fist shame.